0: It's after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a Tuesday, believe it or not, here at Camp Misora, You're listening to your Jewish moments in the morning radio program. And uh, yeah, we're recording Tuesday morning's broadcast on a Monday, a very Misora-like looking Monday here at the Alchem Sea Network. For those of you who are veterans of Kat Misora or have been here on more than one occasion, you probably know exactly what I mean when I say it's a very Misora-looking day here at JM in the AM. And I see there are smiles among the audience who obviously are in on what is no longer a a um, an inside joke. I think the whole world knows that if you have great weather here at Kat Misora, you are being blessed with an unbelievable summer and it's one of the things that they are being blessed here this summer with and that's an unbelievable summer in Guilford, New York. I am looking at a campus that in some ways looks exactly the same as it did 32 years ago. Uh, Ari Katz and I could probably sit down for hours and discuss the differences between the campus 32 years ago and today Uh, but some of its amazing features are still here. The incredible lake, the amazing view, the wonderful sprawling campus, the beautiful bunks, and the fantastic buildings and facilities, and we're smack in the middle of all of it uh, as we broadcast here on a Monday, which you're listening to on a Tuesday morning at JM and the AM. A lot of special guests will be joining us. Camisora has a uh, unique and wonderful staff, some great people with some real experts in so many areas of life and Jewish life, and we'll have a chance to speak with them coming up uh, during these three hours. We also will speak about the uh, amazing campus and how it looks and all the improvements that have been made and how much fun the campers are having and this incredible combination of Torah and sports and swim and great activities and trips that make a a seven-and-a-half-week encounter in Guilford, New York, such an amazing time for so many boys and girls in our community. Uh, It is uh, a place very dear to my heart. As I look on this campus, I I am flooded with so many amazing memories and, of course, enjoying uh, the Incredible uh, activities of today, seeing what this campus looks like in 2022, and watching uh, an entire morning uh, where uh, campers were uh, uh, getting out of bed, heading to davening, enjoying a breakfast, going to a uh, shiurim and uh, activities, and having a fantastic day here at Camp Misora. So we'll introduce some of these great guests to you. There are some uh, people on campus that are really near and dear to my heart. I mean, we're talking about a group of people that are I've been uh, I've been privileged to know for a long, long time. But there are a couple of people on on this campus uh, that are even closer than that, believe it or not. The boys' head counselor has a direct association with the Siegel family, which we will explain. Uh, a staff member or two, depending on whether Chava actually makes it up here today, a staff member or two uh, have an association with Camp Masora, uh even beyond that, uh, and we will uh, explain all of that as we go through the morning here. At JMN. There's also a great support crew, which we'll uh, introduce. Uh, I do want to thank uh, everybody on the upper staff that's been instrumental in making sure that this would work out as a radio broadcast. And of course, these days you can't go anywhere or broadcast from anywhere without thanking the video crew and the Wi Fi crew and the technical crew, their the operations crew. Uh, in some cases, they are uh, the highest paid people in an organization these days. That's how critical they are. They're, they're looking at me with, uh, with a little skepticism about that one <laughs> because they are such an important element to keeping a cab running all right a little bit of our three weeks format uh what we consider to be music as we sit in front of the official camp missouri flag and broadcast if you're a missouri nick then we are between the uh, uh the hockey courts basketball courts uh what do we call that general area these days what do we call that general area of kid? what is it the pavilion, right. We're between the pavilion and the boys' shul. Once you get past the boys' shul, that's where you'll find us. And, of course, what we used to refer to as the infirmary courts, the infirmary, the boys' head counselor's headquarters. And then you move on. you got the Masora Dome, the dining room, and just a fantastic, beautiful facility. We are at Camp Masora. It's Tuesday, and it is JM in the AM. Oh. morning broadcast and this is our visit to camp Misora during the uh, summer of 2022 thanks for joining us everybody plenty coming up we have a couple of special guests who are with us one is oria goodman a teen counselor who's from israel which one of you is oria a pleasure to, uh, nice to pleasure you. to greet you nice to meet you and welcome to jmdm and ryan rackman an older teen camper who's all the way from florida what area of florida are you from
1: Ocaritone, Florida.
0: Very nice. We hear there's some uh, major Jewish community down there in that area.
1: Oh, yeah, the circle.
0: So, <laughs> that's what it's called. You're surrounded by a lot of great people, I'm sure. Uh, so, Oriah, yeah, why come all the way from Israel to be a teen counselor in Camp Masora?
1: So, I live in your shrine, and last year I really wanted to work at an American summer camp and be a counselor. So, I automatically asked my parents, I'm like, where should I go? And my parents are like, you gotta go to Massora, it's the best camp. And they've only heard good things about it. Um, so I was here as a camper when I was super little my father did basketball here And then it was like a full circle moment when I came back to be staff last year last year I had an incredible summer um, And this year I decided I really want to be a teen counselor work with the older girls and build like relationships with them A lot of them are sitting here right now a lot of my campers um, Welcome thank thanks having, for joining us Yeah, we're having an amazing summer We're having an awesome time Um, yeah, and we're having just such a good time. (laughs) As
0: you're speaking, I'm wondering, uh, your father, and of course, that's Tamir Gubin, who's known to so many people. He actually spent time in Masora, and now, as you mentioned it, I am uh, filled with memories of him being here on campus and having a positive effect on the campus here, like you're doing during the (laughs) summer of 2022. (laughs)
1: Definitely what I'm trying to do.
0: Baruch Hashem. And uh, what's unique, by the way, about Masora is there are a lot of campers actually from Israel.
1: Yeah. Right, which is nice. This year, I think even more than usual, there's a... There's a lot of Israelis here. We have, I think, 19 Israeli girls in our division, um, campers. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of Israeli representatives here.
0: (laughs) All right, Ryan Rackman, tell me about uh, how great the Older Teen Program is in Camp Masora.
1: The Older Teen Program is amazing. I have so much (laughs) fun here. Um, There's so many activities to do, especially, and there's, like, team bonding. So we make a lot of great friends, and it's just amazing. And, and she has the best counselors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that goes that without too. saying,
0: right? <laughs> uh, and I would assume because you're from Florida, you're meeting up with people from many other parts of the country as well. Yeah. That so must be fun.
1: There's actually one girl from Belgium in our division. Wow. So that's cool.
0: I didn't realize Camisora has expanded to this, uh, to this extent. <laughs> My right. gosh. Uh, European campers up in Guilford, New York. Really nice, I like that. Um, any great specific memories so far of this summer? What are we, three weeks old so far? I mean, and there's, there must have been one day or one night where there's some phenomenal activity that you'll never forget.
1: So, I think it was the first week of camp, we went to roller skating, and that was the most fun thing I've ever done. It was just like, we run around in roller skates, falling, laughing. <laughs> it was just hysterical to see everyone's face when they fell. So fun.
0: Look at that. A basic roller skating activity <laughs> could turn into the memory of the summer. Does that say it all, Ari Katz? Come on. Does that say it all? <laughs> uh, anyway, a pleasure to meet you both. Continued success this summer. And uh, what's the plan, by the way? You go back to Israel? So and I'm you-
1: going back to Israel. I'm going to Israeli Midrashah, which is like seminary, and then hopefully I'll be drafting in June to intelligence. Wow. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Really. And at that point, you won't be able to tell anybody anything.
1: <laughs> I'm already a little bit, like, need to be secretive about something.
0: Oh, my God. We were able to get her on the air. This is up, <laughs> What a coup. This is amazing what we've been able to pull off here. Uh, Ryan Rackman, thank you. And Oria uh, Goodman, thank you. And best thank regards you. to your family. I will definitely send my family. Thanks very, that. very much. There <laughs> you go, everybody. We're at Camp Missora. We're off to a good start. You know how I know? Because these were uh, two very high-quality guests who knew how to answer questions and make a great presentation. Um what are we doing next? So up to you guys. We're heading back to you know what? It's hour number one. We'll do a little bit more of our three weeks format, and we'll continue with more. We're literally in the center. <laughs>
2: So, you know, what home, sorra come by you
0: technical problem that uh, if the first half hour of the show sounds a bit choppy, that's why. But the technical staff here at Camp Masora, my gosh, they just jumped into action and helped us get through it. And I think, Bliyayn Hara, Bliyayn Hara, it's sort of like saying it doesn't look like it's going to rain in Masora. and Hara, we should be able to be fine with our recording from now until the end of the show. We're at Camp Masora in Guilford, New York. It is a full camp capacity. Why? Why are there so many parents who put their faith in? in the uh, staff of Camp Misora, Why are there so many campers who want to be up in the Camp Misora uh, facility during July and August? And the answers are to my right. Uh, the girls' head counselor, Serena Hartstein, and the boys' head counselor, Yehoshua Siegel. Welcome to both of you. Listen to that rousing round of applause for the head counselors, my gosh. Quite obviously, the most popular people in camp. <laughs>
3: and the most tired.
0: How easy a job is it to be head counselor at Camp Masora?
3: Very easy. <laughs> Very
0: easy. The first time she said that this summer, by the way. Ah, J.M. in the A.M. How's it going so far?
3: It's going, Baruch Hashem, great.
0: And as you pointed out last night, you may not have realized that you were pointing it out and giving me advanced material for the show. Uh, as somebody who's been in camp and has enjoyed what we would refer to as a nine-to-five job, although the hours are a bit different up here. Uh, It's something to be responsible for a campus 24 hours a day, huh?
3: It's totally different. I I realized that it was going to be a challenge. I didn't realize how challenging, but with all the challenges, there's like a a ton of amazing things that come, the connections with the counselors, the connections with the campers, Um, whereas my former job in camp was... 9 to 6.30, not right. 9 to 5. All right. But uh, I, it was more just, you know, providing a safe, fun environment at the pool and the lake, which is amazing. Right. This is forming, like, lifelong connections with the campers and the counselors.
0: Yeah. And uh, life-changing connections for those campers, because some of us don't realize uh, that uh, the two-month camp experience can be a very transformative one for a youngster. Even those that uh, are that transform well during the 10 months of the school year, these two months are unique, right?
3: So true. Some of my kids who, you know, live for the two months of coming to camp, not school people. They learn more in the two months than they do in the school environment. It's yep. informal education.
0: They certainly learn more about life. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Serena Hartstein's is the girls' head counselor. Joshua Siegel is your counterpart. He is the <laughs> boys' head counselor up here at Cap Misora. Uh, why don't you tell the audience how easy it is to be
4: a head counselor up here at Misora? Super easy. <laughs> thank God. First of all, great <laughs> to be back on here. Thank you. Uh, it's really been wonderful so far. We're almost at the end of the first month. Crazy to think about that. We're, uh, yeah. I think, Friday. Or Shabbos. Not that I'm counting at all. I think that was exactly the halfway point uh, of the summer. But it's uh, it, it's quite yeah, it's quite crazy. Why is it that these summer months go by so quickly? Just so much fun always. But the, you know what they say, time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. And it's a full
0: schedule early in the morning until late at night. And I don't mean your schedule. I'm talking about keeping the kids busy and making sure that they are having fun and uh, having fulfilling activities, special trips, etc. Have you had an opportunity to take some of those special trips? Because, you know, during the, the pandemic height, there were times when camp would not be able to actually leave camp. Now, thank God that's different, right?
4: Yeah, so it's been wonderful. We had... Uh as Ryan mentioned before, we had a teen roller skating right. trip a few weeks ago. Last night we had a trip. Tonight we have a trip. Dorney Park was the big uh, was the big highlight of first month, where we packed out this entire camp to Dorney Park. It was uh, just great days, great trip days. And what happens during
0: August? Uh, August uh, leads to uh, one, two, sometimes three-day trips, right? Aren't there some really uh, very comprehensive journeys that are going to be happening out of here in Guilford, New York, during
3: August? I yeah. think we have to thank Sheerah Englander for all the programs. Yeah,
0: Englands Englander with a big round of say, applause. We would be nowhere without Sheerah's 24-7. I, assu- I assume that I'd have a chance to speak with her and uh, find out later, just how many later. years she has spent here in Camp Misora. <laughs> without going on the air, you could tell us how many years you've been here at Camp Misora. Twentieth, uh, yeah, twentieth year. Wow, that's that's amazing.
3: Well, when we talk about the jam Four years programming,
0: say forty. Wow, that's pr- that's a real camp person. It's a lot of years. Yeah, Well, we're dealing with real camp people here as well, usually those are the ones with the experience that they uh, can survive a summer like this yeah. or like any summer when you have the experience and know exactly what to expect. All right, so it's a big build-up. We've got these big trips coming up, a massive end of summer. We know that there are activities we can't even mention on the air. God forbid that people would find out when they're scheduled for. I mean, we so, can
4: mention "Color War. Right? Ca- or, or it rhymes with <laughs> <laughs> "It rhymes exactly. with smaller War. Is that how
0: we're going to put it this time around? Uh, but there's a lot going on and a lot of people who are going to be enjoying uh, the last few weeks of the summer. Uh, tell me about the unique Shabbos experience here in Camp Masora. Um Both of you could take this one. What do you... Well, how would you describe what goes on here, especially when we know that for kids, long Shabbatot are always a challenge? What goes on here in camp to make it to make it something special for them?
3: Well, I think one of my favorite parts is walking down the road and hearing so many minyanim. You hear different tunes. You hear from, you know, one kolel. Uh, there's Rev Goldoch's kolel. There's the Kobe kolel. You hear the teen's davening. You hear, the, you know, Heaven and older Road davening. You hear the Nizi davening. And everyone's davening is geared towards that age. So you have different tunes. You have different speeds, different paces of how it's running for those campers and counselors. And I think that's like super special and unique because we do cater to each age appropriately.
4: That so. is nice. Yo, sure what do you say about Shabbos? I would say... The best way to put it is we have a huge curfew problem Friday night because everyone is sitting.
0: That's the night you want a curfew
4: exactly. problem. Exactly, because everyone's sitting in the colos. We have over 100, usually over 100 campers across our campus, so, you know, sitting in the colos where it's well past their curfew. But we have a rule that it's either in your bunks or in the colo, right. Uh past curfew, but I think that's a great way of putting it. Just amazing uh, tissues and onigs going on. And uh, in the afternoon, divisional time and different games and Mm -hmm. davenings and meals. It's really all just wonderful.
3: We also have in the Midrashet, we have a big sister program for girl campers where we have older campers pairing up, teaching younger campers different topics every week.
0: Amazing. Uh, I don't know uh, who's going to address this later on, but today is a special day. Today, meaning Monday, there's a special activity that's going to be going on this afternoon. Do either of you want to uh, tell us about that?
3: (laughs) The color run. Go we ahead, a Joshua. Yachad, what can you this tell is us, yachad's day.
4: What can you tell us about the yachad color run? At 2.30 camp time, that's 3.30 city time, uh, we're all going to be gathering in the pavilion for the big yachad run kickoff. And then at 3 o'clock, we're going to head to the roads of Guilford, New York, um, with a lot of colored powder. <laughs> oh and, uh, you know, hopefully it'll, it might rain over the next couple of days to get rid of that. But besides that, it'll be a great run of 5K. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how quickly we can compete, complete it in. The one time you're going to
0: want to have uh, rain in Masora. Exactly. Uh, and I'm told that Khani's going to join us, so she'll give us more details on the color run coming up. And there is a very nice association with Camp Masora and Yachad, which she'll address as well. Uh, it is a, it's wonderful to see that summer camps and the Yachad program have grown the way they have over the years. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, head counselors? How about just telling the parents that their kids
4: are having the, a blast, the time of their life? I think that's exactly it. The kids here are having a blast. They're having the times they're alive. For those of you that will, will see them on Wednesday, uh, you know, take good care of them. They had a wonderful summer here, I hope. Uh, and the ones staying, we can't wait to spend the next three weeks with them. And the Wednesday would mean the the actual changeover day. Changeover day is this Wednesday. Uh, are yes. there
0: new campers coming up?
4: Yes. Are new campers coming? Yep. Yeah.
3: We have we have definitely a bunch of campers leaving, a new campers coming, and a lot of exciting packed activities. Uh, despite the fact that the 90s are always challenging, we we make them you know really manageable within the camp setting, and we're looking forward to after, you know well, say Tish above and onward yeah. you
0: know what i always say the calendar's never friendly when it comes to camps, so you gotta adjust accordingly what can i tell you uh, they are the head counselors they are the leaders they are the ones who are creating incredible leadership in the jewish world amongst the counselors and campers who are in camp serena hartstein and Yoshua siegel thank, thank you to you. both of you Thank you. Thank you. More coming up. We're at Camp Misora. Even Dr. Laz has stopped by. He couldn't believe when he heard there was a radio show going on here this morning. And he's wondering if there's a chance he'll actually be on the air. He's begging. And we'll see what, if we can accommodate him later on, right here at JM and the AM. <laughs>
2: i self is a the heat
0: Today, Monday, the day that we're actually uh, broadcasting, or I should say, uh, recording our show for Tuesday morning, is the day of the Yachad Color Run here at Camp Missora. Hani Herman, who's been a guest of ours many, many times, is the associate director at Yachad, and really knows this campus well because she led Yachad on this campus for a five-year period. And welcome to JM in the AM. As you just said earlier to me, good to finally have a face-to-face encounter. Most of the conversations we've had over the last couple of years have been on the phone. And it's good to see you, especially here. Uh, when you think back on the years that you led the program on campus, uh, what are your memories like?
5: Just so incredible, so special. Um, anybody who spent any time in Camp Masora knows how much fun it is um, and how incredible the lifelong relationships you built here. And especially for our Yachat participants, that's even more so.
0: Uh, we talked about transformative experience early on, and for every camper, I believe this is one. But for the Yachad campers, it is uh, I mean we could say unique, different, but it just it's something that I, I think is even more visible and more out there for you to witness when it comes to them.
5: It's true. And I think what's really unique about camp is as you know, camp's a bubble and it's really you create a community. Right. So as opposed to our wonderful Shabbatones, Camp has just a whole other experience, right? Where you're literally enmeshed day to day in inclusion both for our campers and for our adults who work in camp, because we have adults who have jobs in camp as well.
0: And we should mention that there are a lot of other summer camps that have built a relationship with Yachat to their credit, just like Camp Misora. and we, yes. we would love to see that trend continue.
5: Very much so. Um, Yahat summer is, is quite large today, which is wonderful. It shows how the community has come so far. Um, and each summer program has a little bit of a different flavor. So here in Camp Misora, um, our campers are highly integrated into mainstream bunks, and our adults work in camp.
0: Oh, so there are Yachad members, and you say to them, "You belong in Misora, or you belong in this camp." Like it, it's a it's a matching process. Very
5: much so. Um, and what's really incredible is that we also have campers who get to come to camp with their siblings. So if it weren't for a program like Yachad, they would not be able to go to the same right. camp as their brother or sister.
0: Good point. Connie Herman is with us. And today, Monday, and of course we're discussing this in retrospect for our audience, is the Yachad Color Run. Give us a little perspective on the history of this event.
5: Okay. So the annual run, every year we have a different theme, is really a day of achtas. Um, it's it's an event that the whole camp participates in. And we really talk about the Yachad and Masora partnership. And what's even more special now is that a number of years ago, we dedicated the run to our dear friends Hani Rubin, who was a vocational worker here in the Yachat program. And this was her happy place. She loves Camp Misora more than anything. Um, and so together with her family and Ari and Zina Katz, we now have named the run every year for her.
0: And some of the final days of her life were spent in camp. That's the reality.
5: Absolutely. The incredible doctors here yeah. at camp made, made that a reality for her.
0: Pretty amazing. Uh, what do we mean by color run? For those who are, who are older in our audience who have no clue what that means <laughs> and are going to be horrified by your description, what is a color run?
5: <laughs> okay. It is like a super messy, awesome run. Um, it's a 5K for those who choose to walk and run it. Um, But I think the most important part is getting messy and dirty and colored powder everywhere on yourself, in your hair, um, all over you, all over the road. Um, but really, it's 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 really just a celebration of the partnership here.
0: Sounds like a lot of fun, he said, with great skepticism. <laughs> but all right, if you're having fun, that's the only important thing, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. And I would assume both campers, Yachad members, everybody who's a camper here, uh, and staff will be participating today.
5: Absolutely. And uh, Camp Masora is gracious enough to invite other Yachad programs to join us. So oh, Yach- nice. So Yachad from Camp Lavi will be joining us for the run today.
0: Oh, very cool. All right. And there's a whole kickoff ceremony and all that?
5: Yes, we'll have a kickoff ceremony talking about Yachad and Kamasora and remembering our dear friends, Hani Rubin.
0: Very nice. All right. Uh, hani Herman, we should give a um, a website for information about Yachad. If, if there is somebody out there who thinks that someone in, in their family or community can use uh, Yachad services, especially when it comes to Shabbat programs, etc., how do they get in touch with you guys?
5: Absolutely. It's very easy. Yachad.org. Um, you can find us on our website. We're also on Instagram and Facebook We have multiple Instagram accounts. Message us on any of them and we'll we'll get back to you.
0: And I assume that on Monday afternoon and night, meaning last afternoon and night, uh, there'll be plenty of stuff on social media about the color on.
5: Very much so. Yeah, With some
0: great pictures and some horrifying scenes for those who can't take all the mess.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for joining us this morning.
5: Thank you for having me. JM in the
0: AM. Oh, there we go. JM. What was that? All right. Did I just lose my microphone? Is the question? Hang on one second.
2: shamea pa umi kousa rota hoshi
0: three-weeks format. That's right. It's a three-weeks format. We slow down the music. We don't go to uh, the traditional go-to of Dr. Laz's It's Our Land, which is what we usually play on a daily basis here at the Malcolm Siegel Network. I hope you don't believe that.
6: Uh, many times a day.
0: No? Oh, many times a day? <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know myself. Maybe I don't realize what my staff is doing. Um, anyway, we had a slight technical problem there. I want to thank Gavri Siegel for jumping into action, which I'm told he does very often here at Camp Misora. Uh, but we had a slight technical problem, but the things seem to be back on track, but I and her, as we say. And Dr. Laz, the great uh, Dr. David Laz, no joke, you're a doctor, right? A PhD. Right, right, I'm saying, yeah. I, which is amazing. I, I didn't
6: make it up. Surprise no,
0: but <laughs> I say it like that because, you know, we know you as a fun educator, but, but even fun educators understand the importance of, of getting formal education mm-hmm. and getting to the point where you have a degree like yours, which is pretty cool, frankly. What year did you get your PhD? Do you remember uh, how long ago it was? I think it was Robert E. Lee was around. No, but seriously. <laughs> was it more than 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Oh, yeah.
6: Yeah, I think the PhD was uh, 83, I think. 84. Was that a process? Oh, no, 86.
0: Was okay. that a process that you dreaded? Like, was the proving your, you have to prove a thesis or back up a thesis, right? Right. Was that a tough process, or are you with a great sense of humor, you know, rolled right through it?
6: No, I actually had a wonderful committee, right. and uh, I, uh, my cooperating professor was was. Very inspiring. And what was the topic? Uh, the topic was? The topic was using the Habruso method of learning with uh, students with uh, behavioral problems and, wow. and it was amazing. So, it, our, th- it our, works. so our Torah <laughs> sages should be
0: proud of what they created because totally. it's, it's being, is it being utilized? Like, are, are there places where I'd walk in and say,
6: wow, this reminds me of a Havrusa system? There are places that use it. Yeah, not enough, in, right. in my opinion, but I mean, it just, it works wonders. And are, you're in the school system in Florida or not
0: at yeah. this point? still
6: still and, doing as, it. At- as director,
0: as as what? What's your position
6: exactly? Uh, we haven't
0: figured that out yet. <laughs> well, it What's, like what's it on your business card? The Missouri <laughs> piece we'll get to, trust. I'm
6: an expert on that one. I can talk about that. But what does it say on your business card down there in Florida? Well, actually, I run a, uh, a music therapy program for uh, the Broward Public Schools. So it, it's fine, I, but I am still doing at it. I get asked every day. And when that you're means, gonna be-
0: in all seriousness, you're meeting a lot of members of the Jewish community who may not identify always as members of the Jewish community. A lot right. of Jewish kids down there in the public school system, right?
6: Right, right. Interesting. Yeah, it gives me a chance to, uh, you know, they see this guy running around, making making trouble, playing music, having a good time, and, you know, with uh, the with kippah, sits is hanging out and... So uh, doesn't stop you, sh- sh- huh? sh- and then you come to Camp Missouri during the summer, uh, during those summers when you're able
0: to actually carve out some time to get up here. Uh, Ari Katz and I sometimes wait at the front gate with great anticipation for your arrival, and we end up staying there for days. Uh, but finally, at some point, Doctor Laz does show up, and he becomes this incredible, spirited. I mean, you're always a spirited person, but I mean, you bring an incredible spirit to camp every single year. Uh, you it, 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 on the on the ground, so to speak, you're taking care of the ropes course, archery and all the other stuff that people are not experts at and you are an expert at and that must be exhilarating for the kids not the archery necessarily but the ropes and the uh, physical accomplishments they're able to do under your leadership. It must be an amazing feeling for them.
6: Uh, it, it, it's incredible It's it's the whole idea of Overcoming, you know, a fear that you might have right. that doesn't really have any basis, or, or your
0: physical limitations you think you might have, and you right. don't realize you could actually make it, you could do right, it. Right,
6: right, and it's uh, it's a shared responsibility. We have a good crew, and um, I uh, I just I co-direct it with uh, right. with Gal, who's who's awesome.
0: Does Ari provide enough rope? Is there, there plenty of supplies? There's enough <laughs> supplies here for the. I just want to make sure this is your chance, well, Laz. <laughs> if there's a complaint, we need to hear it now. <laughs> well, we we we, we, I, we could use a new boat. <laughs> a new boat is what we need. (laughs) Ari's working on that. Uh, Or you can go into town for 50 bucks. You can find one at an auction last. Ari would let you spend that money and do it. Come on. Anyway, so that's number one. Number two, um, over the weekend, we have something we call Shabbos. And uh, for some reason, one of the great memories that Missouri kids have, even those who are older kids uh, who haven't been here in a while, is your incredible Ruach during Zmiros in the dining room, literally hanging from the rafters, which some parents don't appreciate because when their kids come home and suggest, they should hang from the chandelier in the dining room, uh, it doesn't go, and they wonder, what do you mean? Dr. Laz, is, it's like this is the custom. This is what happens during Zmiros. During Zmiros, you're supposed to hang from the ceiling. That's it. Uh, but it seems to be unique to you. And even, and you, and God bless you, I'm going to mention this. I don't think you'll mind. You're a great-grandfather, canine hurrah. Yeah. And rabbits, even you as a great-grandfather are still sometimes Shabbos in those rafters here at
6: Camp Missora. Every Shabbos. It's amazing. Every Shabbos. I work out all year long just for this. <laughs> <laughs> this, is,
0: this is your ma- your main focus. <laughs> this is it.
6: I didn't make the bill, so hey, I got to make it work at camp. Yeah. So By uh, the
0: way, the bill still, still might be calling. You never know. You never, Don't give up yet, Dr. Laz. <laughs> never. You Buffalo guys never give up. Never. But anyway, uh, so th- th- that lends a, an amazing, unique atmosphere to Shabbos Muros that no other camp has. No other camp, as far as I know, has a staff member, fit and trim, climbing through the rafters and encouraging people to
6: sing from way up there. Yeah, I... I- I just think it's uh, it's it's Masora. We we this is our 25th summer. Wow. And it it's just the the ruach here is amazing. 25
0: was, summers. He's been here a total of 3 months. Amazing. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, th- I think we're getting near 4. I love the inside <laughs> jokes. <laughs> but 25 years, which is incredible. Yeah, and you're you're just with people who are this is Yiddishkeit how it's supposed to be. You know, it's fun. There's no tests. There's no. Uh, and yet, there's still a structure, and there's right. great,
0: great counselors
6: and right. no leaders. The chinuch it's it's living Yiddishkeit, and yeah. and it's uh, with with amazing people. So you know, I try to bring some of my uh, my uh, enthusiasm, my Mishagas into uh, in, into Camp Masora, Um and you know, I, I, what I really want them to see is that. There's hope for you when you all get a little bit older. You can still get out there and, uh, you know, and, and have a good time and be happy. And I, that's what I want people to know. Well, because, because of you, I got, a, I got a
0: speech last night that you're as young as you feel. I mean, come on. You know what you're doing to guys like me? <laughs>
6: <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, it, nothing like Masara. There's so. nothing
0: like the youthfulness and the vibrancy that Dr. Laz brings. You can be a great grandfather and still bring that element to summer camp, which is pretty amazing uh i can't thank you enough for joining us this morning
6: thank you I, if we, i had the time I, i'd said two hours or i'd sit and that. speak
0: to you for at least <laughs> a number of hours but you know i'm told that there are other guests who are going to be joining us it's a
6: two-way street i, I couldn't do what i do without camp Mazzara. and so i you know i have to thank the cats and just keep it up Mikhail Mikhail. i hope to be doing this to 180 years amen the way you're going it may actually happen <laughs> frankly and,
0: ho- and, and trust me, I hope I'll have a chance
7: to visit you and interview
0: you at that point. Believe you me. I'm in. That's like that, keeping you young. I hope this keeps me young. That's all I can say. Dr. Laz, everybody, please, the obligatory round of applause for Dr. Laz. Come on. Don't don't leave until it gets to a point that it's acceptable, Dr. Laz. Come on. Let's hear it. After, break it, all, up, break it up. after all, has there been a more prominent guest on this show? Come on.
6: Dr. Laz, you're the best. Thank you, Stretch. Dr. Great, David Lazar, Thank you so much. God bless. Keep it up.
0: He just, he just uh, proved that he's been here at least 25 years by the nickname that you used for me. Some of my listeners don't realize I have a nickname. Uh, oh, yeah. But on this campus, most people didn't know my real name. Ah, go f- go stretch, figure. Right? Yeah, they didn't know my real name. Anyway.
6: But now y'all know who stretches. Just a moment. I
0: wanna the s- original. I want to see who. I want to see who's carrying the hook to get Doctor Laz out of here. One second. <laughs> say, Ari, who have we assigned to wrap Doctor Laz in some type of contraption to schlep him away from the interview? Is there somebody here? I, I thought this was a four-hour interview. I mean, I- I-
6: that's how we got you here by saying it would be four hours, but it didn't work out that way. What can I tell you? Oh, I think somebody coming up was much cuter than me.
0: There you go. So that- that's the direction we're heading in. Nice. <laughs> <That>
6: is- <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, it, by the way, she's a, a absolute maniac on the rope course. Seriously? Spider lady. How do you like that? Uh, amazing. What a segue. I'll tell you, who's
0: producing this show? I'm going to credit Stacey Siegel for that. A guest who's now able to talk about the great work that Laz does here. We have two guests with us, and they are both in the Older Nero division. That means – I always have to translate back to my other camp. That means that they just left sixth grade? Wow. I'm impressed. They are sixth graders. I know here they're referred to as seventh graders. But where I come from, you're in sixth grade till September. Ari looks at me as if he does exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Ava Erber here from Alderney Road. And Lee Cats. Katz, is that the right pronunciation? Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. Leazy Katz is here. Where do you guys hail from? What city do you live in? New Jersey.
8: Jersey.
0: Oh, you're both in Jersey? Where no. in Jersey?
8: I'm from New York. Where in New York? Manhattan.
0: Ah, New York's Upper West Side. Very nice. City's so nice they named it twice. And you are from? Bergenfield, New Jersey. And Bergenfield, New Jersey. The uh, you know who the first rabbi of Camp Massora was? Let's see. Let's see if we could quiz the Bergenfield person. Who was the first rabbi of Camp Massora? I'll give you a hint. It's somebody who now serves as a rabbi in Bergenfield, New Jersey. You want me to tell you? Yeah. The great Rabbi Newberger. Can you imagine? Rabbi Newberger, right? One of the yeah. great rabbis. Whoa! How do you like that, Rabbi Newberger? With a big round of applause, I love it. Rabbi Newberger was the very first camp rabbi many, many years ago. Ari and I would say about 32 years ago, he started his camp rabbi. Anyway, uh, so who was introduced by Laz as being great on the uh, ropes course? What of you? What do you? He said was great. <laughs> so, is that one of the fun activities here? Yeah. What do you? Uh, what do you do when you get to the ropes course? Are there different types of things to do? To do or? the
1: zip line the challenge scores.
0: A lot of climbing. Yeah. And a lot of fun. And is Dr. Laz a, a good instructor? Or is he never there when you get there? <laughs> you, got, you got to tell me honestly. Um, and what's, so, what's happening this summer in Camp Misora? What's been the, the great activities of the last few weeks that you've enjoyed so much?
1: Going to Dorney Park.
0: That was a good one. Yeah. All right. And what happens on a daily basis? Are there activities that actually happen on the campus that are fun?
9: Yeah, going to the lake nice. the ropes course. And swimming. And also the sports is really fun.
0: Nice. All right. I hope your parents are listening because if they're <laughs> curious if you're having a great summer, it sounds to me like you're having an amazing summer. Yeah. And how are the counselors, the division heads, the head counselor, everybody doing all right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. treating you nicely? Yeah. Dining room staff okay? Yeah. Meals are good? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We've hit a home run with these two guests. Incredible. <laughs> well, I want to thank you very, very much for joining. Is there anything you'd like to say? You know, there are people right now on Instagram Live, and tomorrow morning, Tuesday, today, listening to JM and the AM, who are probably going to be listening to you speaking to me. Is there anything you want to tell them about Camp Misora?
1: That we love Camp Misora and it's the best camp.
0: There you go. Anything you'd like to add? Anything well, you want to add?
5: Yeah, that this camp is the best camp
0: on earth. All right, there you go. Who's going to argue with these two young ladies? Come on. A big thank you to Ava Erber and Lazy Katz. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Never have I had such an exhausting investigative interview. My gosh. That was unbelievable. No, but the third person will use this microphone, and they'll, they'll do their best to hear me. Uh, where's, my, uh, where's my one-time producer, Gabriel Siegel? Is Gavry here? Gavry will help set up the third guest without a problem. We have a history of working together. Gavry produced our shows from NCSY Colel and from Yom NCSY last year. Yeah, then he came to Misora, and I followed him. I said, I'm not losing a producer. Are you kidding? If they have to do the show from here, I'm doing the show from here. All right, our producers, Stacey Siegel and Gavri Siegel, are seating our three guests. We have two on headsets and one on this, so you could could toss that mic over there. And um, hopefully you'll be able to hear me through all this raucous noise and the energy of Camp Misora. I mean, after all, this is camp. There's a lot going on in the background. I am told that the Hoshounders... Hoshanders, is it? The Hoshanders dominate the Camp Missora scene. That's what I am told. There are three Hoshanders to my right. One is in Younger and Road. That's Levy. Where's Levy? Here. Welcome to the show. Good. You enjoying camp? Yeah. What number of year is this for you? Uh, two. Second year?
1: Yeah.
10: You
0: have good counselors?
1: Yeah,
10: the Anything? best.
0: Best counselors? You've actually seen all the counselors in camp, and you've concluded that yours are the best? Yeah. Pretty amazing. Good investigation on your part. Good research, I should say. Uh, is this era? Would that be the right uh, era? Ezra. Ezra. Ezra, okay. Oh, whoever's been writing these notes has, has now got down a notch. Uh, Ezra, because there's a Z in Ezra. Ezra Hoshander is here from Shalhevet. Heaven. Ezra, how are you? Great. How's your summer been so far? Amazing. Yeah? How are your counselors doing?
1: They're the best.
0: They don't wake you up too early for sure? No complaints? Nothing you'd yeah, want to air publicly no about their behavior there? No? No. They get you up right on time. Works out perfectly. Schedule goes according to the way it's supposed to. Just Uh, checking. (laughs) And then the one who's saying, eh, eh, is Jake, who's a counselor here. In which division are you a counselor? Aldenay Road. Aldenay Road. And you're all, well, obviously you're all from the same family. You're from Woodmere, is that right? I'm from Woodmere. And how many years is this for you?
11: This is my 10th summer here. So what's
0: the biggest transformation for you? You say to yourself, when I first walked in here 10 years ago, Missora had this, and now Misora is like this. What do you say to yourself about those 10 years? Is there a big transition or not? Or uh, a big over, the year,
11: over the years, Missora just, it, it turned, we, we, we added a lot of sports. My boys love playing sports now. Nice. We, it used to be a lot of like you know nature hikes and whatnot, and now my guys are all into sports, and it's I think it's a great thing. It's every, it's very interesting. It's very entertaining for my for my guys.
0: Very nice. So you've been here for ten years. Yeah, Means you've yeah. been here since third grade, right? I would uh, guess third yeah, or fourth. Yeah, about there. My gosh! And um, as a counselor, do you now understand what your counselors went through when you were growing up? I feel bad for them <laughs> <laughs> because that must be something as you look back and say to yourself, "Wow, was this what it was like for yeah, them from yeah, their vantage yeah. point?" I,
11: I can I can imagine how it was. And now I, I want to like, you know a yeah. formal, hey, formal apology. A formal
0: public apology. I love it. <laughs> I my I lo- we are serving <laughs> so many purposes here today. It's fantastic. Um. The, uh, what's the hardest part of the job? In all seriousness, let's say a parent was sitting here, and they'd say, my kid is considering being a counselor. Give them the warning about the most difficult part of the job. What would you say? Is it the schedule, the hours?
11: No, the, the, you know, I'll tell you. You're never, ever bored as a counselor. You're never, you're never going to be bored as a counselor. Sometimes it might not be that much fun, but sometimes it might be extremely difficult, but you'll never, ever, ever be bored. Y- you can take that whichever way you want to go yeah. with it. It's always, never, yeah. There's always something to do. There's always something to do. Always
0: something upcoming that you've got to take care of. Um, definitely. And you got to be aware of the schedule. You need to yeah, keep in yeah. mind everything that's upcoming.
11: Yeah, yeah. i to, yeah, I got yeah. to make sure my campers are okay.
0: I'm trying to think, when you were here... Well, the Missora Dome for sure was here when you were a kid. Was the dining room where it is now or not?
11: No, it wasn't. The dining room is all the way down by girls. So that's a nice
0: new addition, the central dining room area? Definitely, definitely. It's a shorter walk for us. No question about it. Are you kidding? Uh, Boys' campus in much worse shape these days because they don't have the big hikes you know? yeah. <laughs> three yeah. times a day to the just old kidding. dining group. Uh, just kidding, of course, folks. There's after all a color run today. Trust me, everyone's in great shape. We're getting ready for the Yankton <laughs> color run. Are you par- are, are, are Any of you part of that color run today? You have any, oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh yeah. Are oh, yeah. all of you in it? We should be running. Yeah, we nice. Be. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. And good luck with Thanks the cleanup <laughs> afterwards. I hear that could be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Levy. What else do you want to add? What do you want to tell the people at home? Um, what can you tell us about camp that we haven't already? Uh, did you enjoy the big trip? Yeah, was that fun?
1: Dorney Park was the yeah, best. That was nice. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: They have some good rides there. Yeah, very 2022 atmosphere. A good setup. Yeah, seemed like you were going on a modern facility, Baruch Hashem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> here, yeah. here we are. Here we are reviewing Doherty Park. <laughs> uh, and, and Ezra, what do you want to tell everybody? You, after all, are spending your final year in the first five years on boys' campus. You're going to be a teen next year, correct? Yeah. So what do you have to tell people about this, uh, about the uh, about the Shalhevet division and being a part of campus over? That,
1: hmm. that, over the years that I've been here, it's been amazing and, and that I'm looking forward to having an amazing two years left.
0: Phenomenal. On Teen Campus. And, Jake, good luck to you. It sounds like you're doing a uh, yeoman's job here as a counselor yeah. in Camp ORA yeah. and that you're enjoying it, thank God. I
11: am. I am. Thank God.
0: To the benefit of all thank the campers God. that uh, that are gaining from the experience of having you as a leader.
11: Appreciate that. Sometimes you have to think about yeah, that responsibility. Yeah, you got to see the light a little bit.
0: Yeah, let's say the least. <laughs> Uh, And we got to give a big shout-out to the Hoshanders who are back in Woodmere because I guess they made this decision to send you guys to to Camp Missora, right? And a very good decision it was. So a big shout-out to them. For sure. All right. Here, here. Uh, Let's hear it for the Hoshander family, everybody. Come on. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchumSingal.com, on the Single Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. More coming up. We are uh, in Camp Misora on a Monday Yachad Run, Color Run Day, and you're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
2: (laughs)
10: La am going
12: to go to the
2: We shall all in the in We will be Well,
0: it's Monday here at Camp Masora, and it's Tuesday at J.M. and the A.M. And I thank you all for tuning in to this uh, great radio broadcast on a Tuesday morning. I, um, for those of you who are Camp Masora veterans, um... We're experiencing right now um, something that I've been told has not really been the case this entire summer. The entire summer, thank God, so far has been a, uh, has been, no, left side mic. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the summer so far, and Ari affirms this, has been great weather, thank God, and an opportunity for everybody to enjoy the uh, incredible outdoors here at Camp Missoura. But right now, we're experiencing that uh, what always feels like a pre hurricane wind that's coming through the area. Everybody, feel that? Uh, and the dark skies. But we have an opportunity to brighten up those skies by speaking to uh, someone who's been introduced to me as Rav Ben, simply as Rav Ben, the Roche Kolel of the Kobe Learning Program. A pleasure to welcome you to JM and the AM.
13: An o- honor. Thank you so much. And I
0: appreciate that. For those curious about your full name, uh, what would you tell them? Ben Leibovich. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you. Where are you from originally? Brooklyn. Oh, very nice. And uh, where do you spend the uh, time that you're not in Camp Mazzara? Where are you during the year? So I
13: live in uh, Ramab Echamesh. For For how many uh, years are you living in Israel? uh, 15 years now. Uh And I work in a wonderful yeshiva, Yeshiva Mavisaretzion.
0: With Rabbi Isaacson.
13: Yeah, yeah. Him and an amazing uh, group of people. A wonderful place, yeah.
0: Rabbi Isaacson and I know each other longer than either of us us would care to admit. But please send my very best. Sure. I'm sure he'll be uh, thrilled to know that we thought of him here on our Camp Missora show. Uh, oh, yes. What is it? Kobe. Thank you, Ari. Ari, doing great. Both research, producing, doing excellent. Uh, what does Kobe stand for? And why is the Kolel, uh, I guess, known as Kobe Colel?
13: So we started in uh, the, the summer of COVID. It was put okay. together by a few a few uh, Bahrim, 20, 21-year-old guys. And they brought us all together. And it was a summer where we felt there was no learning going on in the world. And there wasn't at least not in a yeshiva right. setting and uh we traced our roots back to shanghai where the the last time that there was a yeshiva learning uh on their own right. to represent Kla yisrael so we felt that uh, that summer became the motto the slogan of the cold became we were kone olomo <laughs> and that summer we felt we were connected to the chelek in olam haba that uh, the alter mirrors had in shanghai and we found out on their journey, they stopped by a place called Kobe, Japan. Wow. So we felt it was just too, uh, too good to be true. So it became the name of the colon.
0: Well, I could have had a million guesses, and I wouldn't have gotten it right. But it certainly is interesting. And the moniker has stuck, meaning this is now known as the Kobe Kolo.
13: and That's what it is. It's yeah. going
0: to be a, a throwback, so to speak, to that pandemic era, which we should note, parenthetically, for you listeners out there, Camp Masora handled better than any other <laughs> summer camp out there the pandemic era of 2020 and 2021. I mean, uh, in terms of the regular summer camps out there, they were out there uh, and doing what they needed to do uh, while others were not able uh, to do so. Uh, so tell me about the Colo this year. You said you started with 2021 Bacchum. What's going on now?
13: So we have, uh, the first summer was 40, and we have around that number now. The last, uh, this is the third year. And uh, I think it just happened on its own. Uh, the people that are involved, the guys that are involved, and a lot of the staff are involved. It became, it it. it, it It generated itself what it does here, and what it does, uh, the learning is top-level learning with really high-level, committed, serious guys. Uh, But what we do is we have a lot of uh, connection to the camp, the impact, especially Friday night, Shabbosim, we bring all the campers in. There's an incredible oneg that has energy and and excitement like I've never been a part of in my life. Uh, My wife is actually in Israel. She sends me on my own here, and I tell her every Sunday morning, what goes on here on Shabbos, I'm trying to get a head here to get it recorded <laughs> to show the world, but what goes on here in Shabbos is really a, a, a piece of Gan Eden. A piece of Gan Eden, you see the, the smiles on the campers' faces, the staff, the guys in the colo, uh, everybody from the age of seven to the age of uh, 60.
0: I'm told that you had quite a post-meal presentation this past Friday night.
13: Um, Am I right about that? Our singing at the, yeah, at the dining room? Yeah, singing, the tish, the... Afterwards, over here. Uh, it, it all comes from the guys, to be very honest with you. Oh, you're not you. taking any credit for this. I t- no, I, I, faci- I try to facilitate. No, I, I had a feeling Ari, that you should take the credit. Trust the me. I try to facilitate, but the guys are capable of tapping into their own uh, strengths, and they tap into the strengths of the campers. And if you come Friday night, you'll hear the campers singing solos, giving divry torah. It's just a wonderful, very empowering experience.
0: Well, there you go. This is obviously one of the more... Uh, significant. I don't want to say important because I think every area of camp is important, but certainly one of the significant areas of Camp Messora. And you have an opportunity to uh, lead these young men today. Stay till the end of the summer. Does this call all keep going? We stay as long
13: as we can. Nice. Sometimes to the end, sometimes we've got to go back to Yeshiva. I
0: was just going to say, with the Yeshiva yeah. schedule and Israel schedule, it must be a little bit of a, uh, right. a of a uh, difficulty toward the end of the summer. But as you just said, it sounds like everybody wants to stay as long as they can. We do.
13: We do. We definitely Simple do. Simple as
0: that. How about a comment about Camp Messora before I let you go? How about a comment about camp in general?
13: Uh, I'll tell you that Rav Ari. i don't know how he does it i don't know uh, how he has the 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 ability to allow us and give us everything that we have but he he allows us to really to bring this out the ruchnias within the camp and i think this is really something that he believes in and misora believes in that the best chinuch opportunity is what happens in the summers he told it to me before i got here and now i see with my eyes the best chinuch happens in the summers in camp misora it is Unparalleled. And Ari
0: will not be ashamed to tell you that the and that he knows this because the best chinuch he got uh, was during the summers in Camp Masora. We, we had the pleasure of being together, and it's great to be together today again. Uh, Rav Ben, a pleasure. An honor. Thank you very much. Continue, Hatzlacha. Uh, do we start saying a uh, happy, healthy, sweet new year, Ari? I mean, I don't think I'm going to see it between now and then, so maybe I should. It <laughs> just sounds a little too early. Great having thank you. Thank, thank you, you as as so well. much. Thank you. Ah yes, yes, as yes. the well-deserved round of applause from the crowd that's gathered. Ari told me there'd be a studio audience. I didn't be the. I didn't think there'd be one this significant today. My gosh, look at this crowd! Unbelievable. We go from one Kobe to another. From the Kobe Colel, we go to Kobe Aronabits. Is that the right pronunciation? Aronabits. Yeah. Aronabits. Where are you from? Uh, the Woodmere. Woodmere, New York. And you're in charge of mountain biking.
14: I am the biking guy, yeah. Until a moment ago, I didn't realize
0: there was a mountain biking activity here at Camp Misora. What's that all about? How does ca- it work?
14: I like to say it's the mountain biking program. What did I say? Uh, activity.
0: Oh, activity, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Didn't mean to diminish from your title. Uh, <laughs> the mountain, that's The program director of the mountain biking program is here with me. So what goes on? I mean, where does this mountain biking take place? How does it work? What's going on here with this whole thing?
14: Uh, so it depends on the age, um, Nietzsche girls workshop. Usually we, sk- we keep it local, um, like around the camp, the back roads, right. there's a trail in the woods, but if you're like shall heaven and up, you could go around the lake. Um, and I think it's cool cause it really gives the kids an ex- like way to experience, not only the actual camp, but the neighbors they are all, everyone's always nice waving, saying hi. How many um, miles is
0: the full lake? Do you know? You got to know this.
14: From like the infirmary over here right. all the way around, right. it's like three and a half back four? to the infirmary. Yeah,
0: interesting. Uh, so let's say three and a half miles, and they're doing it, they're doing it within a group, they're doing it in a pack, yeah. so to yeah, speak. Yeah. And that pack, that group could be as large as what one bunk or more. How does it work? Um, one or two, one or two bunks. Wow, as many bikes as we have. Yeah, so I was like, gonna say, where's all the equipment?
14: Uh, right over there, that shack, the old boys' art room. At least when I was in Nisi, that's what it was. <laughs> Now now wow. it's the the biking. Was chat. there mountain biking when you were at Etsy? No.
0: There I wasn't. suspected there wasn't. Yet another upgrade here at Camp Masora. Uh So, Kobe, um, is there a big difference? Remember, this is an average regular guy asking this question. Is there a yeah. big difference between a regular bicycle and a mountain bike?
14: Um, uh, putting me on the spot over are here. Are the tires very different? So, yeah, the tires are different. Uh, mountain bikes have like a suspension in the front. Uh. So if you go over a rock or go down a hill, right. it's a uh, drop more pleasant experience. Yeah, the bike soaks up the right. the displeasure of the road. Yeah,
0: interesting. So the real mountain bikes here. Yeah, I like it's that. State of the art equipment, it, to say the least. <laughs> my God, I'm very impressed to say the least. Uh, and uh, how often does this take place? The mountain bike director, as we've just designated you, uh, the mountain bike director would be busy. How often is this something that happens every single day? Is it all day long? Is it only in good weather? What's the story here?
14: Um. So, usually it's like seven or eight periods a day. Wow. I mean, it depends, depends on the re- day. You're real busy. I'd say average it's like six if you take every single period in the week. And you're um, doing
0: every one of those rides?
14: Most of them I try, yeah. 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 Boy, oh, boy. What a way to stay in shape.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, if you're looking for Massora, there we go. If you're thinking of mountain biking, uh, you make sure to check out Cat Masora. And you will meet up with a gentleman named Kobe Aronovitz, who is the director of of the mountain biking here at Kemptisora. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. A too. real pleasure. More coming up here at JM and the AM. We're going to actually be joined by uh, Ari and Dina Katz, who, of course, lead this amazing place, uh, and uh, learn more about Kemptisora for the summer of 2022. If you keep it right here at JM and the AM. <laughs>
2: That gadol will grow and grow world, that we will and affirm with faith, faith for what? That we and grow world, that we and faith, from the heavens, it's a That we trust in Shamay in the Baraki a call it In the heavens, Endava everything is good There is no way, Yo way, there is no way From Girl, tablah, in the in the barrack, you in a shaman, you in a shaman, in the barrack, in the barrack,
0: Brand new acapella from uh, Ari Goldwagon. You are listening to JM in the AM. It's uh, Monday. That's right. Believe it or not, it's Monday, even though for you listeners, it's Tuesday because our visit to Camp Misora happened on Monday. You're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM the AM. those of you who check that Instagram live. First of all, we recommend you watch Camp Misora on Instagram in general. Uh, there have a lot of inspiring videos and live check-ins that happen throughout the entire summer, but especially Saturday night when they do have Dalla and hundreds of people are logged on from around the world. Um, so that's number one And obviously Anybody who wants Information about Camp Missora Real easy website To navigate Plenty of info there If you uh, have somebody Who's in second Or third grade Or even earlier Frankly with all The different uh, Missora experiences And mini programs They have You should check it out And Um and uh, see why this is such an amazing camp. Ari Katz is camp director of Camp Missora. Dina Katz is director of campus here at Camp Misora. They are the Katzes, They are the backbone of the operation, and uh, they are running an incredible and amazing summer 2022. Welcome, both of you, to JM and the AM.
8: Thank you so much for having us.
0: It's a pleasure to have you. My gosh, it sounds like,
8: <laughs> it sounds like Camp
0: Missora in the background. <laughs> it sounds back like in the old days when we were together. Momish. Yeah. I've heard that this summer, thank God, Blyai has been uh, essentially rain-free. Uh, in honor of our visit, obviously the skies have opened up, but all right, you'll get back to uh, hopefully what will be a regular weather situation as soon as we leave campus. Also, please note, uh, some people might claim in a summer camp the most important building is the dining room, right? That's something that we you and I have discussed many times. It's one of those places that has to be kept uh, up-to-date, state-of-the-art with a great staff and with... Uh, uh, a lot of people making sure the operation goes smoothly on a daily basis. Uh, I am told by food critic Stacey Siegel <laughs> that this morning's breakfast was among the uh, best breakfasts ever served at Cab So you guys are at the top of your game in the most important building in Cab. What do you think of that?
8: <laughs> yes, this morning definitely was the uh, mm. most uh, favorite misora. We call them misora McMuffins. So it was a very... Uh, Special breakfast this morning which the campers and the staff all enjoy very much.
0: The chef did a good job All right, uh, do we calculate any How many years is this for you? Do we even uh, bother? What, what are we up to with you guys? Dana, what do you say? What is the uh...
8: Well, I guess I was a camper all my years in Misora, right. but since we've been back, what is it, su- uh, summer 15? Yeah, I think so.
0: So it's got to be about uh, the total for you of summer like 17, 18 years, I guess, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. and Ari
15: Being uh, back as division head at right. Medina here. Uh, Correct. So I owe a lot of credit to that right. to, to previous owners. I mean,
8: so. I knew you as Stretch.
15: Correct. <laughs> right. One of the few people who still
0: do, and I appreciate that. <laughs> it's it's flattering to meet people who still know what my nickname was, and uh, and for you, it's not just the number of years. You were here early on, and we talk about the differences in what this campus looks like. Not that it was anything to sneeze at back then. They did a wonderful job. But this is like every time we come up here, uh, there's something more beautiful, more upgraded, uh, something that you spent a lot of time during the winter thinking through and actually building. And uh, I'm sure you feel that you are running now a real 2022
15: facility here. Absolutely. Look, it was important over the years that uh, we totally rebuilt the entire camp. Way back from the Oxford Guilford days, right. and uh, it was always a beautiful camp and always a beautiful lake uh, but we over the years, uh, as everyone knows, we put in a brand new pavilion with uh, brand new uh, basketball courts, hockey courts, new dining rooms, new courts all over the place, new ropes, archery, even the ropes courts itself now state of the art zip line right. with with challenges and all that the kids could play with you know there for hours, uh, bonfires. But we look at everything today, you know, even though we, we upped our game, we call everything here sports. We would call ourselves a Jewish sports game. But as you know, mountain biking, like we just heard on the interview, that's an amazing sport and the kids love. The culinary, the ceramics, all these different things for everyone to do. And what I love most, and uh, I'm sure Dina would say the same, is the guys, especially who run from the basketball courts, their favorite activities to run to culinary. I guess they get a very hungry after and want uh, <laughs> right. a bite to eat. But there's so much going on here uh, in general. And to see a beautiful facility and watching the lake and watching everything grow in a uh, jam packed campus is beautiful to see. Parents so
0: also need to realize the balance. And I'm sure you guys would give credit to your programming staff, to the head counselors, division, et the cetera. The balance of all these things that you've introduced is almost impossible to maintain. So yeah. just just that figuring out what belongs where and when is a is a big challenge.
8: I mean, I feel like the, the reason Camp Misora is so successful is because the incredible staff from our programming director Shira Englander, assistant Aaron Tuckman, to our head counselors Shua Siegel, Serena Hartstein, and you know I could sit here all day listening to everybody. But our division heads and our admin team and all uh, we have incredible counselors. Our counselors really are. Uh, Top of the line this summer, and our amazing campers. But really, we owe it all to the Misora family, which uh, is incredible.
0: How are the video and tech staff doing? Are they and all right?
8: T-Moss, yeah, Timos, sure. and we have our photographers who are joining us right here now. But, um, and Yonatan uh, Katz, uh, our tech guy.
0: Because remember, so. now these people are among the highest paid <laughs> That's in certain right. institutions. <laughs> we don't take it for granted. No,
8: all you parents at home, everything you're seeing is because of our incredible uh, photographers, videographer, and tech staff.
0: But is, all kidding aside, isn't it funny? How that has become oh. one of the most, I mean, I joke about, I don't joke about dining room, I mean it seriously, but that that has become a really serious element of camp. You, you can't move forward during the winter until you know you have people in place in those areas, right? Yeah,
8: Between, the, between that, the you know, the photographer's biographer and also the whole social media right. component to be in constant communication with the parents at home, which right. we do think we do a very good job with, um, so the parents feel like they are cam- they are campers. I think that's the biggest compliment we get, <laughs> whether they're watching Avdala or when we live stream um, camp-wide programs and concerts, that they feel that they're in the audience watching with us. Yeah,
0: you feel like you're right back up there in Guilford, New York. Enjoy Ken Masura. Dina and Ari Katz are here. They lead this incredible place. It's a wonderful place, a place that has a mix of everything. We're talking about uh, Torah and Judaism. We're talking about uh, sports and swimming. We're talking about culinary and art. And everything in between. It's all happening up here at Camp Misora. The Shabbos experience is one of the themes we've been talking about all through this uh, broadcast. I think you'd agree, Ari, that if you think back to decades ago when we were here, already then we felt there was something unique about the Shabbos experience in camp. What's it like today?
15: Uh, today, is, uh, it's unbelievable. First of all, you know, we had a new policy this year, which we did get, uh, I'm saying this publicly on there, a little bit pushback, uh, but it's wonderful see- to see all the campers dressed in their big day Shabbos, the, 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 all the campers. That's wore a good policy. W- w- the white shirts, yeah. every camper, every staff member, and it's a beautiful to see a sea of white shirts floating down. It really starts the whole ruach, the whole vibe to the whole uh, missora Shabbos. It's filled with... With uh, ruach, beautiful davening, uh, kalbach style davenings, and then it finishes in the girls' midrashets and the boys' tishes. If I told you that Nitzotzot boys were still in, in the in the tish Friday <laughs> night at eleven o'clock, I'm not going to tell the parents back at home. You know, rolling their eyes, but they're <laughs> they'll, singing they'll and, sleep the, and they get home. The yeah, they'll sleep <laughs> and they're talking and they're giving divrei Torah, which is beautiful. Reb Ben, which who was on before, uh-huh. he's able to get the kids to talk, to to sing on their own solos, things we've never seen before from campers that are able to break out of their shell and find this comfortable piece about them. But most importantly is we also now have personalities, which I'm sure will be on there later, right. Sivan Rav Meir, who speaks publicly right. to the girls, and she inspires them, and they're, they're following her like a celebrity, just more Torah, we we after the the first Shabbos she was here, we had a bonfire for the younger Nero girls. They were all singing, you know, a little Kumsit style, and three girls decided to get up and said, "We have we have to share with all of you the Divrei that we heard from her over Shabbos." Wow, that to me is. Shabbos and inspiration. Is she doing
0: the right Parsha? Because the Israelis, you know, are on a different Parsha <laughs> schedule than we are. I just want to make sure that that's she not heard She All heard it again. She heard it again. I'm going to speak to her about that, actually. But whatever, yeah. So, yeah, she's here. Her husband, Yadidia Yameir is very well known in Israel and the world is here. And uh, we'll speak with them coming up later on. And it's not unusual for Khamisora to be a magnet for... Celebrities or people that are of significance in the community to come and enjoy and to make their own presentations, give shiurim, etc. I mean, this has been as far as it is from Central New York, right? I mean, we always joke about that. People still gravitate to this place.
15: Oh yeah, it's it, it, and that's what makes it fun, unique, and a diverse group. Look, we have personalities, even MK's kids from uh, wow. from from, uh, from, Israel from Israel and, cool. and other celebrities. Everyone, though, is is the same here. We treat everyone the same, but we just naturally have a great time together. But it's important to inspire, and that's our goal. Very nice. All right. Uh, Ari and Dina
0: Katz are here. We're up at Camp Missouri. Campus looks beautiful. The rain has stopped. Seems to be the trend yet again. Five minutes of rain, five minutes of sunshine. This is where we are in the weather cycle right now. And we are talking about the incredible summer they're having here uh, in 2022. Now, speak for a moment to the parents who are listening to this and the grandparents, frankly, who are listening to this. A lot of times grandparents play play a big role in kids going to camp. Uh, what could you tell them about getting information taking part in mini Masora, and all these different programs that you have in order to acquaint the young people out there with summer camp
8: well we would definitely tell you that if you are not following Camp Missora on uh, on Facebook on Instagram definitely you should follow us and Camp Missora so you can feel like you're part of the camp and follow all uh, watch all our pictures and uh, our videos so you could definitely see your kids I you know do the live stream on Motse Shabbos that they have dalla and I love how the parents and the grandparents are all giving shout outs to their kids kids and commenting. Um, we had, you know, the mini Missouri the first two weeks of camp and that was great. We had so many extensions and now we're hoping to have Missouri experience. So if your nice. son or daughter is going into second, third, or fourth grade we and they're not in sleepaway camp yet, we'd love for them to join us for this three-day experience where they get you know the full experience of all camp-wide activities and programs um, and it eases them into um, joining us for a full month next year. So that's a great... Um, so go on our website and uh, you could find more information on that.
6: Uh,
0: and, um, and that's it, campmissora.com, right? Camp campmissora.com. Dot com. Uh Finally, uh, we've, um, uh, you made a public statement uh, earlier before the summer that there would be no actual visiting day here at Camp Missora, but I would argue that with all the social media going on and with all the times that people have a chance to look in and see on Instagram Live and other platforms what's happening in camp, I mean, aside from the delicious lunch, I don't think they're missing anything by not being here on a visiting day. They see the incredible facilities, the wonderful time that kids are having. Often you're doing this during night activities. So shout out to the boys for winning Zimriya. Uh, did I mention shout out to the boys for winning Zimriya?
8: Yeah, boys Did I mention campus.
0: shout out to the boys for winning Zimriya?
8: The, boys uh, cam- the, bo- the Zimriyat Trophy is officially on boys' campus. I would, That's I right. would hope so. Yes. Before
0: I showed up, I would hope so, Dina. That's right. But I'm, you should su- know I'm surprised you sh- didn't have it on the table. How can <laughs> he forget that? that? How can he forget when he won? Or when he won, I had a chance to speak to him that night. I said, there's no greater feeling in the world. I think he thought I I was nuts, but but it it is a great feeling. Anyway, so all these activities, or many of them at least, are being live streamed to the parents and to friends and family, and they get to see what's going on. So Baruch Hashem, even without that delicious lunch, you sort of have had a visiting day all through the summer, even without a formal We
8: did, and it's funny you mention it, because uh, parents actually thanked us that they got the visiting day by watching everything without the drive. So they actually did thank us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the Sunday that would have been visiting day was actually a really hot one, so it would have been a difficult drive for a lot of people. Anyway, Baruch Hashem. Uh, no matter what the plan is for visiting day in future years, the plan is Baruch Hashem for Camp Missouri to continue flourishing for future years. If you want information, you just head to the website, and a big thank you to both. Ari Katz and Dina Katz. Uh, anything you want to add or or uh, we covered it all? What do you say, Dina? do we get it all? I think we got it, we all.
8: Got it all. all. Keep watching us. And yeah. uh, we love having your kids here. And uh, we really enjoy the time. It's going by very quickly. We are, you know, uh, already going into second session. And we have, uh, I think, record-breaking extensions. Wow, bro- so uh, we're sending home very few buses, which is great. And we'll miss those kids that are leaving. But we're excited for all those that are coming up and those that are staying. And we're really looking forward to a very jam-packed, busy second concession. You know,
15: we, we, we used to send back uh, years and years ago when it first started eight, eight buses I back remember. to five, Two buses are going back to uh, the five towns which is not even full which is amazing and I think also just to comment on that visiting day sure. part is that you know the kids are doing very very well here and when they're disengaging and they build resilience and they're able to talk and they... they Parents have have to have confidence in their own kids to problem solve, to come talk, and they do it, and they will do it, and that's the greatest part of camp, and I think that's actually why so many more campers extend, more than ever, without visiting day. they miss you, they love you, but you spoke to them on the phone yesterday, we took pictures of them, they had cotton candy while they were eating, and within three minutes, they were back to activities, and I think it's a wonderful thing that we're able to disengage from phones, from technology, and just keep having a good time I and mean, inspiring children. Uh, I would
0: say you don't even realize how important uh, uh, a statement you just made, but I have a feeling you know how important it was. <laughs> Thank you. So important and such an important point. And visiting day can be such a challenge, especially for kids of a certain age, and not having to have that formal atmosphere. Uh, I- I'm not saying you should never come back. You'll have to make that decision in the future, but let's at least look at the advantages if it wasn't here for this summer. Thanks to both of you very, very much. And Thank thanks you. for your hospitality. Any you make water. us feel like VIPs <laughs> up here. Stacey and I I can't thank you enough. Thank you very, very much. Thank, thank family. You. Thank you. The Siegel family in Camp Missora have had an association since day one of this camp. I told Ari yesterday the first day I ever walked in here was December 10th, 1989, and there was a foot of snow on the ground. And uh, No joke. There was a foot of snow on the ground, and the only heated building in camp was uh, the front office, what was at that point a much smaller and much narrower front office. and That's where we had our first official camp meeting me and a few other staff members. December 10th, 1989, we've come a long way since then. Rabbi David Goldwasser, oh, we were dropped late for Rabbi Goldwasser. His words, Zechanish Masar of Zeben and Zechanish Esther Ester Basar Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good
16: morning. The Balimusa talk about the great kochos, the powers that are hidden in man. Even the scientists say that man doesn't even use a tenth of his kohos anefesh, of his soul powers, during his lifetime. Certainly, a ba'Yisrael, Yisrael, a Jew, has within him great kohos, the Koch of the neshama that was taken from the kisei ha-kavod. It says in the halachos that the least neshama, the lowest neshama, and Klal Yisrael has great power to stand against all of the vanities of this world and the desires. These kochos, these powers, only come to when a person is under pressure. That is when his true strength comes out. The great altar of Navardic once said that the king of Morocco was very ill. He was old and he was close to death. They called in every doctor from all different lands, and all of them threw up their hands in despair. There was no way that they could see a remedy for the king. While he was lying on the bed without moving, one of the king's advisors whispered into his ears that he had just heard that their enemies have declared war against the country. These words struck the very core of the king's soul with such great pressure that, with kochos lemaila minateva, with powers beyond the ordinary, he rose up from his bed. He conducted the war and commanded the officers of the army for a period of three years. The doctors were astonished, but it was the power of the anguish and the distress of the news of the war that gave the king the power to be miskaber over his illness. No doctor had been successful in curing him, but it's proven the remedy of pressure mitsuka does work. These are the great kochos, the powers that are hidden within man. Until the individual is able to bring the koyach that which is in our potential, to the actual kinetic then we will be able to bring out our full potential and be all that we can be in this world this has been rabbi David goldwasser bringing you more in have a nice day
0: jam the am thank you rabbi goldwasser we are at the Cap Misora, and we're in the uh, second half of our jam the am broadcast for a tuesday Meeting a lot of wonderful people at one of uh, the great, not I don't want to say great uh, secret, because Kambasaro is not a secret. Uh, One of the great institutions in our Jewish world. By the way, a shout out to Avrami Jordan, who no doubt, as he's watching this show, show, said to himself, You know what? Nachum has a slight sense of humor. Nobody's got a sense of humor like he does, so that's a real compliment from you. Am I right? You said to yourself, you know, he had a, a good line or two at some point during the broadcast. Lexley Shafransky, is that the right pronunciation? Uh,
1: the Safransky.
0: Safransky is here, assistant uh, division head for Older Road, and it. Wow, these divisions are big enough to have an associate or an assistant division head, huh? Yeah. Boy, oh boy, how many years have you been in camp?
1: This is my 10th summer.
0: Wow. We should give out jackets or some type of uh, memorabilia. Ari, can we work on that, please? Some type of designation for those who are here a decade or longer. I don't know what they would get for me at this point, but I'll tell you that uh, those who've been here all through their camping life, you started as a third grader here?
1: Uh, Yeah, after wow. third
0: grade. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. Uh, so how different is this camp today than back then? Anything? So different. Is it really? Yeah. What stands out for you?
1: I think... It's just so much bigger. Like I remember when I was a kid, my first year as an Etsy, we all fit in like the little dining room. Right. And it was so cute. And I remember thinking it was so cute how I knew everyone's name and I felt everyone knew my name. And now we're just so big, and every day I meet new faces on the
0: road. Well, we're going to blame Ari and Dina for that because uh, they felt expansion was necessary. They felt they should open up this amazing camp to even more campers. So that's how we got into the situation. So now now you barely know who the neighbors are at this point. But I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, and uh, the Older Nairobi and Road and Shalheva Division, how are they doing? They're fun. Do you think back about the experience your division heads had when you were a camper now that you're in a position like this all the
1: time i oh. wish i could like send them a huge sorry if any <laughs> of you are listening
0: <laughs> i'll tell you this is very therapeutic this show a lot of people are thinking back to when they were campers and some of the things they need to apologize for uh, what's been some of the highlights this summer here in camp
1: this summer for me has really been, like, overall a highlight because I was a camper, right. then I was a counselor for three years, and now I'm an assistant division head, so it really feels really full circle. So now I feel like I'm in on, like, all the upper staff Do you hawk.
0: think this trend is going to – upper staff hawk? Yet another new term for <laughs> 2022 that we've learned. Uh, how is that hawk? Is it very active? Oh, it,
1: it's definitely worth it. Worth the, the 10 summers.
0: Worth the 10 summers are worth being up day and night as an assistant division head, <laughs> just to be part of it. Uh, and um, – and there's no doubt, I would guess, that as the summer goes on, uh, there are more and more phenomenal activities because there are certain activities that, of course, we're not allowed to mention, you know, that uh, that are secretive activities, at least when she was starting to panic because I might reveal – trust me, I know nothing about what's on the schedule. But there are big activities coming up and trips coming up and things like that, so I'm sure the camera's looking forward to all of those. I hope so. Yeah, I would hope so as well. Well, isn't it your job to get them revved up for these activities? To let them know that there's a lot of great stuff happening in the month of August?
1: Well, my, my girls are older, so a lot of them already know what's coming. Good point. Coming.
0: I, I wonder what percentage of those that you are now supervising have been here for four or five years. Are there say, a lot of veterans among them?
1: At least half of them, I would say, have been here since at least older Neetsies.
0: Misara makes lifelong campers.
1: And they love it. And I, I, see-
0: keep, I keep looking for Ari and Dina when I say things like this. Like, oh, there they are. <laughs> They make lifelong campers here. What's the story with that? Nobody's a one and done in Misora. Yeah, right. They show up and they say to themselves, "I want to be in this place forever." I mean, they would stay all year <laughs> and they would, by the way, they would stay all year. Yeah. We've got to get principals to start using the uh, Missora campus for uh, different activities during the year. Maybe it'll feel more like campus. It's or... too far to come up with uh, it uh, once a no year. No such thing as too far. Ask those of us who come up here as often as we want. <laughs> no such thing as too far, no matter how many times people make fun of me for visiting Camp Missora so often. Well, Lexi, continued success. Anything Thank else you me. want to add for this vast audience to hear? Any, uh, any Missora message you want to transmit to them? What? Any, anything <laughs> Serena find...
1: said something I didn't
0: hear. <laughs> oh, did she? She's giving, you, she's giving you a hint as to what you might want to say? <laughs> uh, uh, basically, it's your, it sounds like you're having a great I'm time.
1: I'm having a great time. There I love go.
0: it. There you go. Staff's great. Campers are great. Come on, Nahum. What else is there? I mean, come on. Nothing. Thanks so much for joining us no this morning. Problem. Lexi Safransky, who is assistant division head here in uh, Camp Misora, And um, as you heard, is one of those veterans. She's practically like a seagull. She's been here so many years. Yoshua Seagull is here how many years at this point? Fifteen? wow you must have an amazing mother that she decided this is the place for you unbelievable Charlie Breda is sitting in front of me, who I think has been a guest of mine in the past. Am I right about that? Um, I have not. Have you not? Then there's been talk about you being
17: a guest. (laughs) I think you interviewed by Simon
5: Right.
0: That's what happened. You were supposed to be a guest, and then we had a guest on to discuss you on the air. That's (laughs) what happened. So this is the first time that you're actually on JM in the AM. Uh, Charlie is a teen camper, and uh, what designates him, or I should say what uh, what has been... um, uh, what has been a, 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 an incredible um, uh, journey that he's been on is the journey of Mish Naomi. Uh, you are somebody, and I know that uh, not only the OU, uh, but our friends at Arts Girl take great pride. Every time I see a post from Camp Misori about what you're doing with Mish Naomi, immediately I take a screenshot, send it to my friends at Arts because mm-hmm. they are just going crazy with this incredible craze that we now call, uh Omi. So how did all of this start? How did it start that you became first involved in the Mishni and now an actual Magid shear, somebody who gives a Mishni shear to everybody?
17: So um, a long time ago, actually, like took, I think last year, um, I did something with Old Af, which also made by the Orthodox Union. Right. And then the project manager of Old Af, who then became the project manager of Al-Parsha and Al-Mishnah, We had some sort of connection, and we were both talking one day. And we decided that, like, is it's hard for kids to do. But Mishniomi, it's so much easier. It's only two Mishniyot a day. It's five minutes. So how can we not do it? So then we had some meetings, had some talks, and we created what's now called All Mishnah Junior, which is this sort of platform, sort of um, program, which encourages kids to learn two Mishniyot every single day. And we were giving out AirPods, iPads. Like yeah, the, the swag is thing. great, right? Swag's is unreal. Swag the best price. And what
0: happens here in camp? Is it because you actually give a sheer, am I right? Or you, you lead the Mishnah, no matter how you would classify it. Yeah, but.
17: Um, I, I go through the Mishnah, the, I mean two Mishnah, right. every single day with um, a good group of kids, every day.
0: And that you do during the year, when you're in school, and up here, here in day. camp.
17: Yeah, we do it during the year, and we record it, gets posted to like Apple right. Podcasts and all those things, and then... Baruch Hashem. Here we've been able to do it in the boys' shul every day at 6.35, good food.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the benefit of coming to Mishni huh? Yeah, of course it is. Uh, so what's the best part about studying Mishni aside from the credit that you get up there? I get that's important, but there has to be, uh, you know, on a learning level, there has to be something satisfying about it. What do you find fulfilling about it?
17: When Actually, when my Rebbe first found out about this, Rebbe Yitzhak Motachin from Shiva Noam.
0: Well, we know him very well. <laughs>
17: So he told me that there was um, some, some uh, parish who, told, who said that like, before you start learning Gemara, before you go into the real world, you have to have a good uh, background of not just like Chumash and Tanakh, but also Mishnah. Because that's like the whole, um, those are like the guidelines. And then you go on to learn Gemara and then right. you go on to the real world. So it's good if you start learning as a kid, you have so much more potential and you learn those two Mishnah out every single day, then it, it kind of gets stuck in your head. And if you do a little bit of Chazara, then you'll remember, you'll remember, you'll keep on going. And then when you go on to learn Gemara, you've already seen everything. And it's just easier. And it's you amazing. just keep on going. And You're familiar you with the it. World.
0: Uh, Charlie Beta is here as we're talking about, uh, Breda rather, as we're talking about uh, Mishnah Yomi and Camp Misora. Um, so and, and this extends. I had a conversation with Rabbi Hagler, your principal, uh, recently about this. takes great pride in what you're doing. <laughs> uh, this extends to uh, to girls. There are young women in the community who are doing it. This extends to many different age groups. I mean, in school, uh, this could be happening from what grade to what grade?
17: Um, the program ran from 6th to 8th grade all around the world. I think we had 1,500 kids within two months.
0: Amazing. And Noam had a big part of that, obviously.
17: Well, Baruch Hashem, Noam had the most.
0: They had the most. Uh, excellent. And uh, up in camp, there, there could be how many? early in the morning with you
17: um we do it at night but we oh, have night, um one day i think we had 80 kids amazing i'll
0: tell you uh so colin kavod you are uh, one of the people that's uh, really spreading one of the more important programs out there i'm sure you take great pride i'm sure your parents take great pride so a shout out to them as well tell me about your summer as a teen camper in camp missouri
17: how's it going so far <laughs> um this is actually my sixth summer in missouri so i've been here quite a lot nice. um i like being a teen like it's more chill You kind of, like, own the place. You run the place. It's fun. We know who's in charge of this campus. Those teen campers, they
0: certainly feel that way, that's for sure. Uh, So that's good. So it's a nice atmosphere. Yeah. And you get to enjoy all the activities and yet be, uh, you know, the big people on campus, so to speak. Yeah,
17: exactly.
0: What would you tell to the people out there? What would you say to the people out there who wonder what it's like here, uh, this whole mix of sports and Torah and the entire day filled with so many activities? How would you describe camp to them?
17: For me, it's really Good balance because A, you have the learning, B, you have the chilling, and you also have really intense sports. Like, I just came from my intense playoff hockey game. Right. Then I rushed over here, and now we're discussing Torah. Right. Like, it's cool how you can go from like one thing, like totally decide, side, and then you go right here, I'm talking about Torah. Did the game go up?
0: We lost. Oh, boy. That could be <laughs> devastating. But at least you got the Mister Obi today, so that's a victory. <laughs> what are your plans? What grade are you in now?
17: I mean, I just finished
0: eighth grade. That's it. You graduated. So what are the big plans for high school? I'm going to be attending Yeshiva at Frisch. Very nice. And you'll be continuing the Mishnaomi? That's the plan. You're getting in some uh, very interesting Masechtas coming up based on the schedule. Yeah. And I know, as I told you, that the, the folks at the OU and Arts Girl take great pride in what you're doing. So continued success with that. Uh, can we hear it for Charlie Breda, please, everybody? Arguably the most sustained round of applause of the day. How do you like that? A pleasure meeting you again, sir. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks very much. Nice you. Uh, Charlie Braid everybody, as we continue up here at Camp Misora, and I am told that um, one of the uh, most well-known, one of the most well-known people in the state of Israel, one of the most well-known people in the international Jewish community, one of the most uh, well-known journalists in the world of journalism, is spending a good number of weeks up here at Camp Misora, and that would be. Uh, the very well-known Sivan Rahav Meir. Shalom, shalom. Nice round of applause. There we go. Shalom. Shalom, shalom. shalom. Thank thank
18: you for exaggerating. Exaggerating. The well-known, the famous. It's no exaggeration at all. (laughs) Every
0: time I turn around, you're receiving an award or being recognized on the top of this list or that (laughs) list. Come on. You have to to admit that. Anyway, uh, you're spending a few weeks here with your husband, Yadidya Meir, at Camp Massora. How did you first hear about Kambasora? When, when did it even get into your consciousness that there is such a place like Exactly. Camisora? First
18: of all, I just wanted to run away to escape from the elections in Israel. You know, yeah. f- fifth elections, uh, the best place to oh, be I is gotta, here. I got
0: to talk to you about that. We'll do, <laughs> no, we'll do that in a couple not, of minutes. No, exactly. <laughs> okay.
18: Anyway, when we had, we spent a year here on Shlichut, a World Mizrahi Movement sent us to the States, but then COVID changed everything and oh. stopped everything sure. in the middle. And I always knew there's this concept called summer camp for Jewish kids, mountains, New York, people. Told me, and especially Camp uh, Masora, but I heard about this concept and I felt like we missed something because we had to come go back to Israel. And this year, when Rav Arikat Dina takes care of the sure. Israeli part of the camp, yep. when they asked me to, to come, I immediately said yes. Um, and we're uh, we're still jet lagged, although it's been more than a week. But we're still. I, I think mean, knowing your life, I think you're always. Yeah, you're right okay. yeah, because I always work for two continents. <laughs> but uh, no, it's uh, in a way we're overwhelmed because what I see here is I think it's an educational place. It's not like okay, summer vacation, have fun. It means nothing. No, whenever you go, you see chinuch, and you just spoke to Charlie. That's amazing. You know, learning the daf and the mishnah. Yep. So. Um, you can imagine, Nachum. You know, um, I don't uh, teach hockey here, and or volleyball or softball. But uh, I try to teach the the parsha and talk to the kids about Israel and Torah. But uh, in a way, I think maybe maybe it's a startup. You know, we're the startup nation. Maybe yep. it's a startup. We should also bring it to Israel. In a way. Oh, uh, I have a lot to say kids, about
0: this. Yeah, what? I have a lot to say about this topic, whether it could work in Israel. But oh, you, well, you and I could discuss that another time okay. <laughs> when we analyze whether there could be a camp like Camp Masora in Israel. Sivan Rahav Meir is here, spending time here at Camp Masora. So you're impressed, and I know this because I saw your reports. You're impressed by this incredible fusion of Torah, sports, special activities, trips, uh, all the different things that uh, include the Kolel and other Torah groups here in the camp. It is a, it's like a you. You actually referred to it this way. We've always referred to it this way, it's like a city unto uh, unto, unto itself where exactly. all these activities and all this life is going on parallel to each exactly.
18: other. Exactly. So you have the opportunity to live in a bubble of, of Jewish life. Sometimes the kids, they go to school. And uh, and that's it. You have to learn like idish uh, Guide. It's part of your curriculum. It's part of you know homework assignments, yep. the, uh, teachers. And what if you don't like it? And here Judaism is part of the sti- you know the the way you live 24/7. Shabbat, by the way, is is very special. You have dozens of minyanim here and uh, two koilels And I see it as something impressive. Yeah. I guess uh, every child finds you know what what he likes here. But uh, and the lake and uh, you know Ert Israel is the most beautiful of place course. on earth. But let's say but number it, two is uh, the lake r-
0: here. Was it who said you still to talk about the Alps and oh. how beautiful, yeah. right? So
18: you could say something nice about I, the lake. at Cabin. I discovered this summer, I first, the first time I discovered I'm not Rav Kook. Rav <laughs> Kook, whenever he <laughs> left Terat Israel, he couldn't even see, he couldn't even look at the mountains, the rivers. He said, no, it's ugly if you compare it to Israel. What can I tell you? I'm not rev
0: Cook. It's, it's beautiful here. Understood. I, I was saying it the opposite way, that even the great Torah giants do recognize that there's beauty even it, yeah. outside of Israel. It, like it we
18: reminds had. them of the beauty of, of our
0: land. Very good. I love that. <laughs> uh, okay, can we talk a little bit about Israel now, please? Oh. Uh, and then we could certainly talk
18: more about no, Misora. let's discuss the, lunch. Let's discuss. <laughs> <laughs> Are you enjoying the meals here? Are those working out okay? Okay, okay. Come Compa- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talked about
0: that what? That the meals are phenomenal, right?
18: Oh, yeah. Listen, speaking about Israel, uh, yeah. you can't compare the taste of Everything you, you, you taste in America is... I, I, I'm sorry. When you compare it to the Israeli taste of, of fruits, right. cheese, bread... Right, vegetables. I'm sorry. Vegetables. Right. I'm sorry. You have a problem here. We know, you, that. It's we not, know that. It's not the cabbage. It's America. We know we're lacking. Believe okay. me. We know we're lacking. Okay. I remind my listeners every day that uh, we're lacking. Believe
0: okay. me. The future of the Jewish peoples in the state of Israel. I've been saying that for the last 20 years every single day. So believe me, we know this. There's a, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't remember the exact line. I'm sure someone can Google it, but I'll paraphrase it. There was something like a Lincoln-proved that uh, a poor man could be president, and Roosevelt proved a, uh, a disabled person could be president, and uh, Truman proved we don't need a president. I think we have to apply <laughs> that. I think we have to apply that to what's happening in Israel. I think after all this time, we've realized that we really don't need the leaders exactly. anymore. The country could run very well on its own. And I know its you know, I'm saying this tongue-in-cheek, but it, it has to make an impression on people at this point that the void of leadership in Israel is so vast. What do you have to say about uh,
18: yeah, this? Yeah, I want to see it from, you know, look, at it from an optimistic point of view okay. israel is stronger than its politicians meaning after two years three almost three years five elections i i remember when i used to take you know a flight to israel when we lived here to cover the elections right. and my neighbors they asked me okay how i mean how often do you do it i mean every 2 3 months you fly to israel to cover the elections and it's been 3 years covid so many things russia ukraine everything in the world changed but uh, no stability and in a way I, there are so many challenges we're facing but i think in a way israel we prove that we're stronger than those um that from from this politi- political crisis cuz in a way you see you're invited to come, by the way. I saw so many American tourists this summer. They come back, and everything works. The, the, the IDF, the yeah. you have Yeshivot, you have the educational system, the financial system. Yeah, we, we're facing a problem in the Knesset, in our parliament, completely. And uh, I can't tell you I'm happy about it. But in a way, you see, the Jewish story is is bigger and stronger I'm in a telling way.
0: you, we have to start thinking. Israel doesn't need a prime minister, <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, Sivan Rahab Meir is here now. You, uh, you're you delivering shiurim. It's something that you do, obviously, very often here, inspiring a lot of people, especially the women who are in Camp Masora, and I'm sure you're having an opportunity while you're in America to do so, whether it's by Zoom or in person and other places as well. We first became, as you know, we first became very familiar with you by using your parasha book, At our Shabbat table, something that our children continue to make fun of us about because (laughs) it it was such a dominating part of our Shabbat table every single week. In fact... Uh, you may recall, you may not recall what you said about Parshat Pinchas. By the way, this business of us being a Parsha off is another rant. Oh, that's, another yeah. rant of mine, you, which I must discuss with do you. Do you want
18: some spoilers about next week? I have the spoilers of I, Parashat that, Matot But it must be very, know, it must be I, very good for you here. Yeah, you yeah. got an extra week to Everything's prepare. Everything's <laughs> ready. Everything from next episode. I don't, I don't have everything.
0: <laughs> I love it. You see, it does work out well for certain people. Anyway, I got to discuss that yeah. with you in a minute. But I will tell you that you uh, pointed out in in Parshat Pinchas. You pointed out uh, in the piece about Benot mm-hmm. uh this incredible Klayakar that we have been mentioning for the last 25 years on the air, Psst. that mm-hmm. Nashim mechabevot, I believe is the way to pronounce it, right? Yeah, mechabevot, mechabevot et ta'aretz. Yeah. A, a, not a criticism of men, but a statement that when it comes to the land of Israel, the women's perspective is unmatched, right? And that's why the Benot Chad are...
18: Exactly. They were in a higher, we'd say, level. And you see throughout the book of now, Bamit Bar, but even... The women always understand, they understand the situation. The men always, when you when you speak about het, the golden calf, eggel, right. about Korach, and about the Meraglim, the spies, they are always wrong and the women are always right. I'm the men ruin it every time. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> they ruin things and, every and, single and time. And you know why? And I, I'm going to connect it to the camp. You know why? Because of Miriam, or of Moshe Vineria points out, look at the way Moshe and Aharon educated the men. They just taught them Torah, they talk to them. Even in Shiratayam, they they sing and then the men sing after them. Right. And when you see Miriam, Miriam is dancing with them. Miriam, she's playing, she has her Tof Miriam, her right. tambourine. They're all dancing together. It's an educational experience in a way. And it touches uh, the, the, the women uh, better than, you know, just teaching the men. I think the kids today, they need those experiences. They need, you know, they need us to, to create a... An educational, exper- um, I would say, memories. Experiential uh, education. Exactly. Right? It must be an edu- educational fun. And R- Ravneria says that's the reason the women, they loved Miriam, because they were just dancing with her. It wasn't like a Torah shiur. They were like together, and that's the, that's the reason they were higher level. Well, with
0: that in mind, it would seem you would say that except for Zimriyah, girls' <laughs> campus is better than boys' campus. That's what you would say, it seems. That's, I don't want to get there. That. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I don't Guys, get be wary. Be wary of journalist Sivan Rahab Nehir, Wait when a she, minute. But she visits this side of the Speaking camp. Speaking
18: <laughs> about the boys' campus and I don't know uh, uh, how many years you, uh, Joshua, was in, on in your Shabbat table. Now he's he's older. He's 24. That's one of the scoops here, you know, the next generation. For yeah. me, now you have a new yichas. You're your Joshua's single father. Yeah. That's the not enough Show. I told, uh,
0: I told uh, Ari when I came to camp this morning, the, guards, the guard did not ask me, are you Nachum Siegel? The guard asked me, are you Yoshua's father? <laughs> exactly. We lived in that building the first three years of Camp Masora. I was the first head counselor here many, many years ago. Wow. And now Yoshua has taken on that mantle, And we uh, are watching him and Gavri and all of our children with great pride. Uh, cool. I got to do this issue with you. You have to help me out here. It, it is such a pet peeve of mine. The, the entire reason... That we are a partial off from Israel, mm-hmm. that the diaspora is a partial off of Israel, is because of some rule, a chutz laaretz rule, that we have to follow in terms of devarim being before tish in terms of midbar or bid midbar is the actual name of Harsha, being before, uh, being before shavuot, etc., etc. Even in Israel, there are years when they can't follow the rule exactly. because of the way the calendar comes out. Exactly. So with that in mind. We in Chutzlaretz, the moment Pesach ends, should catch up immediately to Eretz Yisrael You're and right. continue from there. It bothers me so much. And, and, and Rabbi Fass, who you know, who we work with in Nefesh B'Nefesh, so he said before Pasha said, and he had an extra week to prepare, obviously, he, he, he said to us, he said, no, I like the fact that, that there's this disconnect, because as much as we're connected with Chutzlaretz, there should be a disconnect. I said, Rabbi Fass, I agree with you, but not when we're doing it because if we're following a
18: Chutzlaretz rule. We should be disconnected because <laughs> we're following an Eretz Yisrael rule. I need you to help me on okay. this cause. So I think you are uh, a bit confused. Uh, the interview with Rabbi Meir Goldwicht is afterwards, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a journalist from Israel. That's I know, but all. this is a political issue. <laughs> I need
0: diaspora jury on the same page as Israeli but maybe jury. Maybe we that's must
18: sometimes feel we're not. It's not the same pulse. Maybe it's healthy to feel that, as Rabbi Fass told you, right. to feel that sometimes we're not. You know, you have Yom Tov Sheni shel Goluyotz second Yom Tov. We have those. Yeah, we have those. Those tiny differences, and me. Reminds us of the fact we're brothers, but still one big family, but then sometimes, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe you've calmed me
0: down a bit on this issue. <laughs> uh, so you do these reports here that go back to Israeli television, and uh, you need a good background. What's the best background <laughs> in camp? Where's the best place okay. to stand to do a report? Okay. Again, there's a beautiful lake. There's some lovely buildings. We have the Missora flag in back of you. What's the best background to use when okay, you're doing so a Okay, so there
18: are auditions. We're still uh, examining. <laughs> it was in the middle of the, the, you know, that's the basic question we ask us. every time. Yeah, Didier is my cameraman every right. time, but we... We tried the lake. You know, it's sunny. It's, it's like fake. When it's beautiful. Right. In, in TV, it's ugly. On TV, right. it must be you, the, the angle you the right of the angle, sun. Yeah, exactly. So, and usually the morning show they want me to, to, to be uh, to broadcast. And now that's afternoon it's afternoon here. Now, now, oh, it's co- the middle of the night here. The right. middle of right. the night. You know, camp time. Right. It's twelve thirty. Right. So tonight we brought many teenagers to stand behind me and just say good morning, Israel. Yeah, we saw that. Right. And shout and laugh. But um, every time we take like you know, the, uh, we're, we have so many options here. But in Israel, they're thrilled. They ask me so many questions. What is it? And why are you there? And what do they do? And four hours from Manhattan? Why why are you? I mean, why do you go? So I mean, but it's funny because I have friends in Israel who do
0: send children to some type of camping program. What is it? Just Mm -hmm. a week or two? Like just a Um, week or two to have activities?
18: Nahum, they're Americans, I guess. (laughs) Your your friends. The average Israeli family is never going to have that. Sometimes we have a kaitana. It's called a kaitana. It's like a program for two weeks but the concept of taking the phones from the kids and you know connecting them to themselves and sports and nature it's a Okay, maybe next year you'll interview me in my, in my Israeli camp. Let's Amen see to that. the Israeli Masora. If camp. you can
0: get that started, I want to visit. <laughs> Believe you me, I want to okay. see it live and in person. Um,
18: Very With the school year, maybe but can Yeshua work for me?
0: That I don't know. <laughs> that I, I think we have to keep him here, at Masora. I mean, come on, we can't do that, to Ari and Dina. <laughs> um, the school year begins September first, right? Exactly. The, it ends June first, uh, July first, July first. So 1st. is it two months of Israeli kids exactly. generally having nothing to do? Uh, is that uh, nothing you wouldn't say do. nothing to do? Uh, yeah. What but would uh, you describe? It as what happens during Um, the summer months
18: generally during the first month? There there is a program called Beta Sefer Sharakait, like the summer school, it's inside the school. Same teachers they get a good salary for that month if they come and more. Usually, you have July, is usually the parents can still work that's for July. August, you must uh, face the fact. Right. The fact you have kids and you have right. to do something with you them. Take a trip. <laughs> and by the way, I, I sometimes, you know, I, I also see this as an advantage. You know, sending your kids away for two months. Right. It's, it's it's also nice. You know, yeah. maybe that's not the perfect solution. Families. In a way, they're forced to be together in August. And that's also great, you know. That's,
0: 100%. Uh, uh, there was once an election in Israel. I don't remember which which recent election it was. <laughs> and they wanted to arrange a date in August. And they said, we can't. The entire country's yeah, away. They're away, yeah. So there's no way you can have that. Uh, final words, Sivan Rahab Mayor. Give me the final word. What you would tell people listening about this incredible Camp Massora? What would you say?
18: Wow. I think the the real word mesorah, for me, when I report from here, the Israelis ask me mesorah. It's a very ancient word in, in Hebrew. It's not something you say mesorah. And I, I'm proud of the word. They know nothing about the camp. But the fact I, I say the word mesorah every day, meaning our tradition, our heritage, our ancient you know roots. Uh, I think the the word, in a way, the, the brand, the icon of the, just saying the word mesorah, uh, in a way, it makes me happy. Happy to say it on Israeli TV.
0: Amazing, phenomenal. Thank you so much. Stick around Thank for a you. minute. I'm here because I need a photograph of you signing <laughs> our <laughs> Sivan Rahab Meir parasha book. Wow. Because this will make my kids cringe even more. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> you, you, okay. I'm saying it again. I, I, we actually have a, a, a. I think we told you this once. We actually have an introduction at the Shabbat table when we introduce you to our Torah. How do
18: you host the Shabbat table? How do you do it? Well,
0: first of all, we have a very active and be- this is my wife Stacy, and we have a very ah, active, active and beautiful Shabbat table. Baruch Hashem, with a lot of discussion. Uh, in fact, it was funny at our Shabbat table. You know, Yoshua has a very good sense of humor. So at <laughs> yeah. the Shabbat table, a couple of months ago, we said that Sivan Rahav Meir is coming to Camp Messorah. So one of his sisters turns to Yeshua and says, "What's she going to be doing?" And he says, "Head of Waterfront," as if you know, like, <laughs> like, shouldn't you really? why yeah. Sivan Rahab Meir is a Kavisora. <laughs> anyway, so there is an introduction. In the introduction... How, what do you say? I, I would introduce it by describing you as an Orthodox Jewish journalist that, that you have a book called Hashtag okay. We even mentioned your uh, your home on Rehov Abba Eben yeah. because, as you know, it was very close to my brother's yeah, house. Yeah, I'm
18: sorry we moved. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah he moved yeah. also. Don't oh, okay, worry. Great. Yeah, he's <laughs> back <laughs> in Nachalot, so right. don't, don't worry okay. about that. Uh, are you still in
0: Yerushalayim or not? Yeah. You're yeah, still in Yerushalayim. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this, ho- this would be a, a very big presentation. You know, of course, it's me... I I can't just go ahead and read it to our Torah. I have to make sure to give some type of elaborate introduction. And then the piece de resistance, if you will. And then we would hand the book, the book, the one you wrote, yeah. we would hand it to one of our children to read that week's Dvar Torah. Wow! What do you think of that? Cool. So,
10: cool.
0: all I can uh, all I can tell you is you made quite, quite an impact on our family, whether <laughs> our kids liked it or not. So there you go. Wow. More coming up: Sivan Rahav Meir, a special guest. A round of applause, everybody. Of course. Thank you. Oh no, thank you thank sure you. heard me describe that whole thing. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, coming up. By the way, Nachum, yeah. Nachum, okay. uh,
18: you'll have a new book soon. Uh, for kids, children's book. A parasha or something yeah, else? The parsha, but for kids.
0: Very nice. Yeah,
18: so uh, soon.
0: Will too. the Benot Slavchad make their way into that book or not? <laughs> Will they be mentioned? They may be mentioned. Okay, I'll try. But, uh, for, for you. Dedicated. <laughs> I mean, Dedicated, you know, uh, I mean the most, some of the most important women in Jewish history. I mean, come on. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast at AM.
10: Ay 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 Hey 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 Ay 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 Hey
2: hey 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 Ay 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 Zayin, 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 So many
19: keselay nian chel zaviot ani lo mvin ramzim ulai tvaim veotiot ma lo epol yishlet shem istakel korim lezer nigdol mata mad I'm <laughs> Let me kiss your lips, Tishaloti <hetvení>: mi ani Almani Joseph bayom bgam ba leila Tishaloti tishaloti ani yehudi Almani Joseph agid lakha Tishaloti Tishaluati mi ani. Almani choshev bayom, begam b'alayla. Tishaluati, tishaluati, ani Yehudi. Almani choshev, agid lachem. Ani choshev al Yerushalayim. ¡Jolé!
0: Three weeks format, it's a Tuesday broadcast, we're live, uh, actually, actually, not live, but we're uh, spending time on a Monday here at Camp Missora. As we um, navigate our way through an amazing summer broadcast, getting a little more humid, you notice that? Temperature rising up here in Guilford, New York, and Rabbi Danielle Hartstein is with us he is sitting to my right. He's a Maggid Sheer and one of the most important people in Camp Misora. Is that true? I don't know, but he'll be very happy I said that. I can guarantee you that. My mom
7: will be super happy. Is she going to be happy?
0: Oh, yeah. Mrs. Hartstein. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Hartstein. Hartstein. Shout out to mom. Mrs.
7: Hartstein's day has been made. Yeah, listen, did... my, my day has been made. <laughs> this may be the last day of my life. <laughs> this is all I've lived for until now. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, what, what comes after What this. do they say? Now I, now, I can, now I can die in peace? So, yeah, this is it. Give me a little hoppies and uh, we're done.
0: Hoppies! We haven't visited Hoppies How yet. How you not talk about Hoppies? My gosh, we got to talk about it. i got to visit there and get a nice big scoop of ice cream. <laughs>
7: uh, Rabbi Hartstein spends his year in the Holy Land, or at That's least right. the majority of
0: his year in the Holy Land. I, I think try, there are I try times my best. You're back and
7: forth, right? Back and forth as uh, uh, and a CEO of a catering company, yeah. Five Star Caterers.
0: And you and I had a conversation before that uh, I think our listeners would have found interesting that uh, these days... When it comes to food and or kosher food, there are basically two designations, expensive and very expensive. (laughs) That's right. Those are the two things you could, uh, those are the two ways you could spend money on food these days. And I don't know if that's ever going to change. You get the
7: feeling that unless the consumer starts to rebel, it's never going to change? Listen, I could tell you from Israel, it it has changed. There's been the the Osem boycott where people stop buying Osem, and all of a sudden the prices change. Seriously. So we should do that uh, here. There is, uh, you know, there's inflation and there's kosher inflation.
0: I don't and know if uh, we have enough yeah. people suffering here to actually do that and to be successful at it, but that's interesting. Yeah, well, look, it's all about, uh, it's all consumer-driven, and let's hope that things, in fact, do improve Amen. economically here, uh, like hopefully they are in Israel
7: uh, these days. So you've been to a Camp Massara once or twice, huh? I've been. I've seen a lot. Uh, had the great zchus uh, of uh, coming about, uh, this is our seventh year, I believe, yeah. and uh, our first two years, I actually was a full-time member here, not just the weekend warrior. Uh, and I started uh, the concept of what now is the Kobe Colo, uh, the idea of informal education where we welcome the entire camp to our wonderful, wonderful establishment of uh, the boys' shul. In those days, it was back in one of the kolos. And it was amazing to see how informal education. I also have another job. I have a lot of jobs in my life. I see that. live in Israel. You got to have a lot of jobs. (laughs) So I'm a uh, Rebbe in Lev HaTorah. Right. And uh, I'm very much into informal education, teaching everyone. I have this chus of going into every shir and teaching business halacha. And uh, I I just found it amazing. I I actually convinced Ari of this approach, of the approach of if you build it, they will come. If you have it, he told me, you could do the Thursday night, nobody's going to come. It's, it's against the canteen, you know what I'm saying? But everybody came. We would have hundreds of people, the lights would go out, and they weren't coming from the chillin'. No offense to the chillin' here, Uzi's a great, great chef. And it's just singing, and just people sharing. Teens and neets. everybody would be coming. And it really shows what, uh, you know, what, what is the real, uh, I like to say, Masika of Torah. We do it every morning.
0: Every time I, I come here and do a show, Uh, Invariably, I end up mentioning what the very first night of camp was like back in 1990. Uh, And in those days, excuse me. Whoa. (laughs) Even on the air, sometimes
7: you have to sneeze. I I just learned that. This is is fascinating. (laughs) I've been holding it in for two hours in case I would be interviewed. (laughs) Wish I had that skill. But
0: anyway. Um, the very first night of camp, there was a spirit. There was some type of aura uh, all the way back then. And it just it has lasted until now. Uh, and I know that there are a lot of great camps out there doing wonderful things and, and compliments to all of them and to their staff for everything they do for Jewish youth. But there's an intangible up here that is as ant- that is as intangible as can be. Can't put your finger on it. There's just a spirit, a ruach, an avirah, an atmosphere that sets this place apart. And it sounds like that the success of the program you spoke about is all part of that.
7: And I think here in camp, as it's been continued, both with the Kobi Kolo right. and uh, Rav Golvich Kolo, you know, this concept that all of a sudden these, I think it really is the fact that it's not mathematics anymore. It's not a subject that you have in school. It's something you can volunteer to do. And they volunteer, and they come in and they say, wow, this is fun, this is sweet, this is beautiful, I like this. And we start to understand the words of Vaharevna, that the Torah should be sweet. They, they see it, it's fun, I teach in a way of humor. Um, I sat for over an hour with a bunch of teens last night, and we went, and, and you know, the biggest compliment was somebody comes to me and says, you're not really a rabbi, are you? <laughs> Meaning how is that's it possible? Great. How is that? And that's the greatest. And it's true. I did I did get you know my smith on rabbis.com, but still, you know, we not no I, <laughs> You actually spent time on a website. No, I give I give cover to my Rebbe, Rebbe, Rebbe and Salvation who gave me smicha. But certainly, you know, that beauty of somebody saying that to you saying, This is what torah could be, this is what my davening could be like. Uh, it, it changes a person. And, and, and I think parents feel that a lot of times. They say, What have you done with my child? Which is obviously in the positive. This is amazing. Uh, they they want to at the Shabbos yeah. table here at Sivan Rav Meir's bu- yeah. uh, book and, and, sing, and sings Mirrors. Yes. And have a long
0: meal, yes. frankly, you know, that, that camaraderie and uh, spiritual get together we all have. And then discuss how many hours till you mincha. Know, that's basically that's the basically <laughs> like schedule for lunch. That's how it works out. heart right. scene is with us talking about Camp Masora. Now, you mentioned lave. I have to – there's um, – and again, you know, I, I'm, I'm at a stage now where I'm not as familiar with what's going on in Israel. But when your institution – and I know it's not yours, but you get my point. The one you are working I'm with. I'm part owner of the – no. <laughs> the one you are working with. When that name is mentioned, the, people understand the depth of the great work that they're doing, especially with the whole army piece 100%. and meeting the needs of the students of the Talmudim who want to be connected to yeshiva no matter what they're pursuing, including the IDF. And uh, tell us a little bit about that.
7: It, it's amazing. I uh, we, we, we moved to Israel, thank God, uh, with my wonderful wife, the head counselor, Serena. Uh, who you I, haven't seen since June yeah. I have not, as I, I like to <laughs> Even say. Even though you're just single. Place. I'm single this summer. Um, and... You know, it's, it's been 14 years, Baruch Hashem, and I didn't know anything about Levator. I wasn't involved. And uh, thankfully, I live on the same block as uh, the greats, Rav Boaz Mori, the Rosh Hashivah, right. and Rabbi Fass, and all the wonderful people. And it took really literally maybe a few days. You know, when you volunteer your time and said, I'll work for free, Rav Boaz was like, sure, what do you want yeah. to teach? You? All of a sudden, You want to become a market share. But Shemok Kano. The lave of the Torah. It really is the name. You see, and it's the same concept, by the way, the same idea of informal education. Of course, you have the Gemara share, and of course, you know, but, but guys get into it, and they love the lave part of it, of saying, hey, wait, let's concentrate on it. I hate to say this line. Uh, I don't think I coined it, but, we, you know, the way it is now, I have a lot of students that come in, and this is not unique to lev Torah. They are 100% physically religious, but spiritually not so sure. Right. And that's what we need to concentrate on. And it's such a beautiful thing, Levatar, with Tishes and Onig's and informal education and Musser and, and Hasidus. Really, you get to see what the beauty of Torah is. And, and they again,
0: want help to attain that. It's not like they're doing it, you know, against their will. They it, want help to attain what you're describing.
7: Exactly. And the same here in Camp Mesovar. It's exactly that. They want it. They're hungry. They're thirsty for it. They just need people to bring them in in an informal way. And there's, you know, right next door to us is this Kobi Kolo. I'm shocked. People will come up to me and say, do you have 10 minutes to learn? No, wh- wh- what do you tell a 10-year-old that says that to you? And I'm like, to learn what? <laughs> no, Torah. It's such a beautiful thing to see that. Guys come in, they say, well, I have a free period now. Can we can we learn a little bit? Uh, that really shows uh, that they're thirsty for it. So Baruch Hashem, both in Leva Torah and both here in Kambesorah. It's a great to be able to uh, volunteer my time. I'm hoping to get paid one of these days. Times are a little different. Stacy, be careful over there. Times are a little different. No,
0: there was just a, a B. I was worried about you. That's all. Times are a little you different. You weren't worried about me. It's interesting. Well, it wasn't near you. <laughs> Students coming over, or campers in this case, asking for a few minutes to study Torah. That's, that's a big change in our community. It is. You know, and we talk a, about Balabatim, yeah. who now are at the level of certain... Rabonim, I mean academically, I'm not talking about leadership skills necessarily, but you know with that that transition has taken place already in our community. Now that younger people are looking to you know do what you just described is pretty impressive. It right. really is. It's it's you know
7: almost like a, a back in the day a camper coming in and saying you know can I have that Gatorade? Can I have that? They're coming in and right. saying, "I want a drink of something. Do you have it? And right. you know, how can you say no to that?" Hey, it's Masora. I think the tradition is a vitamin water. If I'm I don't know said. if you ever saw that video, but
0: the, the famous video of Benjamin Siegel using <laughs> vitamin right. water on his cereal. That's right. That'll go to the annals of history. You know. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> I remember my heart. See, what a delight! It's uh, been a delight. I was told that you were that you were that you were gun shy. That you didn't want to appear here. No, I was, yeah. I was told that we wouldn't be I able have to been... convince you to get on the air, and yet you were magnetic. <laughs> yeah, but, you were magnetic. So, Animous enough
7: to spend some time with us this morning, which is such a nice feeling for me. After all this, after being told that you refuse to be a guest, well, listen, all your sons. Thank God, I've had this of teaching through the waiter program, right? And I've been begging Yoshua, begging Yoshua. <laughs> I brought a cookie platter today. I don't know what else to do, but now I, I don't know what to do after this. Do you have it's, any ideas?
0: I'm not sure what the next step in life would be. I don't think there's be, a next But there is step. a mystery I'd like to uh, reveal, and that is the moment you stepped up to uh, be on the air, that cookie platter disappeared. <laughs> so I, I guess I guess it's on to the next showdown. Si- Sivan, Sivan,
7: Sivan, Sivan.
0: <laughs> it's on to, to Sivan's showdown.
7: <laughs> I'm going to do my Hebrew interview after this. Oh, look, it reappeared. <laughs> All Isn't that sudden, interesting? But it's on its way to the next journalist. What can I tell you? Rabbi
0: Hartstein, always a pleasure. My pleasure. Looking Thank forward to reuniting much. with you in many wonderful places, Amen. including Israel. I hope Amen, one Amen. of these days. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of Jam in the AM. We're at Kemptisora.
9: توما نايم شبع سخيم دم
2: Ma tovu manaim, shevesachim gam yachad. Hinei ma tov, ma tovu manaim, shevesachim gam yachad. Hinei ma tov, ma manaim, shevesachim gam yachad. Hinei ma tov, ma tovu manaim,
9: shevesachim gam.
0: Cat Kat
10: Masora.
0: Uh, earlier, I gave a shout-out on the air to Avrami Jordan. Why? Because, honestly, he's one of my favorite guests. If you list all the guests, it's almost 40 years in radio, and if you list all the guests in terms of favorite order for me, you are certainly somewhere at the top. I don't know exactly what number you rank. But certainly near the top. It's uh, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the end.
20: I need to quit while I'm ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to say a word, huh? That's, that's it. It's been fun knowing you. Not, <laughs> not after that. i sure you're not saying anything. Uh, you're now Director of Marketing at Yahoo. That's right. But our listeners know you as uh, somebody who spends time really uh, giving us some amazing insights on social media. You turned some of those insights into a book, which we had an amazing amount of fun with, you'll
20: recall. Yep. Uh, and do you find yourself at the same pace on social media as those days? Is it different now? What's going it's on? It's getting hard. It's getting much harder. I think the world is changing. And it's getting dangerous. I, I'm not sure you can make fun of yourself these days without people being offended. And
0: as funny as that is, you're you're making a very important point.
20: God, yes. Well, I mean, I like to think that that there's some wisdom behind my humor. Right. And um, it just gets way too dangerous.
0: I don't have any examples in front of me, but uh, you've always had a, a way of putting into a phrase a saying an observation something that would make us think about absurdity or possibly a category of people etc and you're saying to us today that's a little bit more dangerous than it was. It
20: gets dangerous, but you need to know your audience. Like, you right. know, before my wife and I had kids, so I actually I we was, we were going out one night and I hired a babysitter And she came into the house and I told her, I said, by the way, the kids are asleep upstairs. I said, you don't need to check, they'll they'll be be okay. Just be quiet and whatever. Two hours later, we came home and I went upstairs. I started screaming, oh my God, the kids. um, this is the extent that you take your practical jokes? Can you jokes? imagine? It was, it was so premeditated that oh, I hired the, 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 the babysitter. babysitter the, but, you know, it, um, I'm just, still paying the therapy bill for <laughs> her. God
0: bless <laughs> her. But, um, this innocent kid is the victim
20: of your prank. Correct.
0: But it was fun. But oh, you can't do that. You can't get away with that's that. That's why I like staying your friend. I'm. Ga- I'm, <laughs> I'm Don't I'm, get I'm, on my wrong I'm side. counting on the fact that I won't be a victim of one of those things. Anyway, I'm Robbie Jordan is here. Tell me about the work with Yachat. It's a big day today for those listening on Tuesday. On Monday was the Yachat. Yachad Color Run. It is a, a really an amazing way to pay tribute to the way that Yachad and summer camps, Masora in particular, have had this unique relationship. What do you have to tell us about this organization?
20: Beautiful. Thank you, Nahum. Sure. So, so this is this is the Yachad and Camp Masora. The Hani Rubin Color right. Run. Hani, as I as I'm sure you guys have already heard, was a Yachad member and uh, was a participant here at Camp Yachad, at Camp Masora. We have um, over the summer built incredible relationships. The, what makes Yachad unique is the inclusive environment that we generate. So where other camps and other organizations that that are dealing with special disabilities, etc., are are more standalone camps and giving kids an incredible, incredible summer. What Yachad is focused on is inclusive, inclusiveness. We we will we have twenty eight different camps that we are related that we are involved with, where we have a bunk in those camps and they're spending time in the summer whether it's in learning groups whether it's it's sports whether it's just in the dining room or whether it's in the in the physical bunk and they're 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 in, in an inclusive environment which is just incredible both for our participants our members but even more so for the kids who are going to camp to be able to relate and to be able to understand and to be able to see that everybody deserves a place in the Jewish community and everyone deserves a summer of their life
0: it's what makes it a unique program. And frankly, if you look back uh, in the era that we started this camp and many other camps that we were associated with, it, 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 this did not exist. I don't think it was a thought, frankly, that people felt that you know people who come from different backgrounds, different situations, uh, medical and other, um, you know, could in fact have a summer together and gain from each other's experience. And sure enough, Messora has proven that exactly that Definitely. can happen. So the Color Run is today, Monday. Those of you listening on Tuesday morning, no doubt, it was a great success. And uh, whatever we could do to continue to support the work of Yachad, we are certainly going to do. And Avrami Jordan is the director of marketing for Yachad. What do you think of uh, of this campus? You this walk up here, and
20: uh, what, do you, what do you say to yourself? This is beautiful. I've never been here, and I think it's just fantastic. I mean, again, to be able to breathe... The fresh mountain air. Um, And you're somebody who used to be like that, but uh, it's been a while. Are things
0: getting a bit congested in Rockland County? I
20: plead the fifth. Is that what you're telling me? I plead the fifth. You wouldn't make that observation, huh? You have too many listeners, Baruch Hashem for me to um, go the, down the Cause road. Because
0: I was up there recently, and it seems that there's uh, extensive population growth. And you didn't call? And I did call, that's right. <laughs> Next time we got to do lunch, it's what can open. I tell you? Uh, Rummy Jordan, everybody, let's have a nice round of applause. Come on, Director of Marketing for Yachan. Thank Thanks, awesome. Thanks for being here. More coming up, we get to meet uh, one of the great counselors of Camp Masora and the Program Director of Camp Masora all at once here at JM in the AM. Oh.
2: Hashem i We've been in
10: our shoes.
0: Misora, you know what it's like spending a day in camp and then being able to broadcast it on a Tuesday morning to our jam name audience. It's wonderful. And I thank everybody for tuning in as we uh, continue our journey on the road over these couple of days. Uh, Shira Englander is here. She is the program director. She is the person responsible. <laughs> keep going, keep going guys. Yeah. She is the person yeah. responsible. Yeah. She is the—I per- can't even get the words out. It's impossible. The crowd—the cra- crowd great. adores you to the point that I can't even get the words it's out. It's a
21: big crowd here today.
0: She is the person responsible for all that goes on here at Camp Misora. Uh, are there great daily activities? Are there great trips? Are there great night activities? Are there great journeys that the that the campers? <laughs> I'm just looking at the journey that someone's <laughs> taking on a golf cart right now, and I'm astounded. Uh, are 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 there wonderful activities? Yes, and it's all because of the work. Of Shira Englander and her staff. Congratulations on yet another banner thank summer! Thank
21: you so much. It's So great to be here. We love Canton Sora.
0: You certainly do. I you've do, been here, I as do. we said earlier. You've been here a couple of decades. Yeah, I
21: think twenty summers. Which 21. is pretty amazing. Yep.
0: And uh, you've seen some great programs over the years, and now you get to supervise all those amazing, great programs. Uh, it's going well so far. You're happy it's, with the uh, special activities and the trips? Thank God, it's
21: been going amazing. As you said before, the weather has really cooperated, unlike Perfect. last summer. Um, It's really been a great summer. Our staff is incredible. Our campers are incredible. Everyone's just excited. The team boys have a saying probably invented by my son called pvo positive vibes only. And they are super positive and super happy. And we are really excited for this summer and for what's to come.
0: Yes, because there is a lot more to come, come. some of which we're not allowed to discuss on the air. We don't
21: talk about that.
0: However, there are great trips and activities scheduled between now and the end of camps, everybody out there. By the way, we should really mention that if if this conversation all through the morning... Has convinced somebody that their child should be in camp. You know that there's a changeover day Wednesday for our audience. That would be tomorrow. I bet they can make last-minute arrangements with the f- folks here at Camp Musora and actually get their child up to camp for the last three, four weeks of camp. What do you think of that?
21: I think it's a great idea. And it
0: is a great idea. Thankfully,
21: it's one thing. One of the things I don't have anything to do with. But <laughs> Ari and Dina can definitely help you out with that. It's and just a just suggestion I'm
0: giving as you're sitting here. That's all. That's and don't
21: that's... forget our Musora experience for third, right. fourth, fifth graders who right. want to get a taste of camp so that they can come to. Find year very comfortably. We can't wait for that. That's coming up on the 9th through the 11th of August, we're super excited for them to come.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's a great experience, and everyone should take advantage of it. To your left and to my right is one of the star counselors, all
21: star counselor, an all star counselor. All-star Excuse counselor. me, I didn't
0: I didn't give the right designation. All star counselor here at the Olympics
21: ambassador, albeit not the winning team, but you know, Olympics ambassador. Great.
0: When I was told what place they came in, I said, "I hope there's 15 teams." Uh, there's It's so. all the
21: four. <laughs> so. So, right, valiant effort, valiant effort. And that
0: Olympics ambassador and all star counselor is the one. And only Gavri Siegel. Gavri, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Boy, is it great to have you here. The last time the last time you and I worked a radio show was in Israel. Remember that? One year ago. Uh, one year ago during the summer, we had an opportunity to work together. You were actually producing those shows for us with uh, uh, one of the nice people from NCSY. And here we are at Camp Massora. For you, this is like uh, a home away from home. I mean, you've been in Camp Missouri even before uh, the traditional start after third grade. Obviously, you were here many times before that uh, to visit your siblings. Etc. But it must feel—it uh, must feel like a, a real homey place for you at this point. Yeah, it's for sure. It's my eighth summer here, and wow. definitely a home away from home. Eight summers. You must have an amazing mother who's done that for you.
21: You know, yes. I know the boys' head counselor. If you know you want <laughs> to go division head <laughs> job in the future.
0: Oh, you were you ever were you ever um, uh, privy to the conversations at our home when it became known that Gabby wanted to work on boys' campus and the boys' head counselor lived in our apartment? Did you ever hear any of that? I
21: was not, but I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> (laughs) I think
0: tonight during those late night meetings when you're trying to go through tomorrow's schedule, I think you should break for a few minutes and just hear about some of the encounters that the head counselor at Gavri had as Gavri was seeking a position on boys' campus. Uh, It was certainly something uh, worth uh, exploring. Anyway, you remember those days? Not as easy as people think. No, not as easy (laughs) as people. You could be an all-star counselor and still be given a hard time about working on boys' campus. Anyway, any highlights for you? I know you're in a leadership position. You take this very seriously seriously your counseling uh, duties you take them very seriously obviously you want to have a positive impact on the young men that you're leading is has it been going well so far this summer so far it's been pretty good it's been a uh, tough adjustment from a counselor tough from a camper to a counselor but the only problem is the balance between having the, the responsibility now and being a um and being a counselor now. I'm just Today I had my off day, I stayed in camp just because I love being a camper oh, wow. so
21: much here. So.
0: Nice, nice. I want to tell you something, it's one of the best answers I've ever heard. Uh, that's a great answer, it is a difficult transition to go from, to go from, <laughs> there you go. To go from counselor, camper to counselor, in addition to that, when you say that this is the place you'd rather be, even on your day off, that is saying, uh, speaking volumes to say the least. Um, any uh, any any highlight? Any uh, I don't know. Have have the kids enjoyed a specific activity or a specific day or a specific trip uh, to the point where you saw that it was a real uh, you know fun experience for them? I mean, it was mentioned a few times already, but the trip to Dorney Park it was a it was a very big hit. I think everyone really really loved that one. But just the the everyday activities where all the campers just make it the best time possible. It doesn't. It's very hard to compete with right. when no matter what you're doing, no matter how simple or not exciting them i think it's just an amazing time no matter what regular season and playoff games those are good Zimriya is good shabbos is good all the extra activities that we never had in the old days whether it's mountain biking or uh, ropes those are good culinary culinary we never had in the old days as well uh i'm just thinking back as i sit here to uh, some of the differences between uh when i was uh in the early in fact dorney park I'd love to, I'd love to go visit now, because if they're lauding it the way they are, it must have gone through a massive upgrade.
21: I think the boys' head counselor went on a roller coaster. There seems to be some video footage of that. Wow.
0: Also. And the boys' head counselor, as far as I know, the current one, is not a big roller coaster fan. That's interesting. Or are you a roller coaster fan? Oh, you wouldn't exactly call it a roller coaster. You may have just answered all my questions about Doherty Park in the way you just no, described No, Park was
21: awesome. It was really great. It was a good time. The weather was perfect.
0: I just suspect it's different from when I was, uh, you yeah. Know,
21: yeah, yeah. It's I not, not like imagine. it was back in the day.
0: I can only imagine. Well, Gavri, I wish you a great uh, rest of the summer. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, it's uh, a lot of great activities and wonderful things coming up, and I'm sure you'll take some of those memories into the next school year. I met some of your, um, I actually met a uh, classmate of yours yesterday who uh, produced a Jewish music song. I believe his last name is. Was his last name Sus? I think his last name was Suss. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna get him on the air toward the beginning of your senior year. Talk to him Very about nice. that experience. Yeah, so you know we've been keeping tabs on what's going on in the city while you're up here, and I'm sure you'll take a lot of those great memories into the school year after Camasora ends. And Shira Englander, to you, I'm gonna thank you for creating so many great memories for the campers here because you have that unique. Just
21: following the lead of the greats before me.
0: <laughs> you know, one of the greats before you, I spoke to recently. And uh, they were telling me how when they were serving as program director of the camp, in order to actually book a location for the camp to visit, trip, amusement park, etc., they had to go to the location to scout it out to, oh see, to see if it met the needs or anything they can't need. It. I mean, we all did that in those days. I went on scouting trips. I remember That's going amazing. on scouting trips when I was back as a, as a division head. You know, and we
21: talk about coming full circle. My divi- my head counselor in Camp Missora was Susie Tuckman. Correct. Her grandson is now working for me Which in the is programming department. It's, unbelievable. You know, amazing to watch and unbelievable. see. Unbelievable.
0: I want to tell you, and I'm sure she's beaming. She's beaming knowing that he's doing that. Uh, she was, of course, my first counterpart, the head counselor in the very first year of Camp Missoura. Anyway, my point is that now you thank God, considered a computer. You can watch videos and see photos and get get an idea of what a location is yeah. like. And you can Google how long it takes to get from camp by bus to that location. Right. And your whole trip is set. So I'm not in any way suggesting that your trip... Well, that all you're,
21: from my comfort of my gorgeous office correct. in Campasora. So I'm
0: not suggesting that the job is easier now. I think it's different. I know it's very tough and I know it's different. Uh, but it's just very, very different than it was yeah, in 100%. those 100%. So I wish you continued success thank in providing so, so many great memories to the campus thank of Thank you. Campasora. Thank you. And thank
21: you for coming. Thank you for joining us. A this pleasure. is an amazing experience for all of us, and we really, really appreciate your time and effort. I appreciate and thank that. thank you to Stacey as well. Stacey Siegel
0: producing today's show. Come on, everybody. Talk about somebody who has been nothing but uh, ultra supportive behind the scenes. And today, really leaping into action and helping us produce the show. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast of JM in the AM. Thank you.
12: And the low so no, 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 oh, Oh, yeah. We're part <laughs> the game <of> yeah, <laughs> La no marcha chef la and la de ti padre no caso de no sai que no sé yo la mi madre de me no ten We start, can't me you
2: I'll take the and King I'll the As a. I'll i I'll you. Kehinshi ki avi vi mi asavuni va Hashem ay Hashem yasveini ki avi. ain't even all i Thank you.
0: in the AM. I want to uh, thank the folks at Waterbury for that nice selection. Uh, ask Dina Katz to rejoin me here at JM in the AM just so I could say thank you. Thank, say thank you to Camp Masora, uh to Ari and Dina, and to everybody, uh, the entire staff, everybody responsible for this amazing summer camp. Uh, thanks for having
8: us here today. Really, thanks for coming. It's so great to have you. And uh, Stacy. you've really always been part of the Missoura family from the very, very beginning, but... Uh, you're also close friends, and we really appreciate you coming. And
0: I appreciate that, and we wouldn't be part of this family if we weren't welcomed this family, so we thank you. Thank you for doing just that. And the Masora winds are overtaking (laughs) our set here at the last few minutes of our broadcast. Information about Camp Masora, it's KanMasora.com, of course. I mentioned earlier if our conversations today have uh, spurred on conversations in Jewish homes in uh, New York or anywhere else about um, uh, the Masora experience or the last month of camp, whatever it might be. People should get in touch with you guys as soon as possible and try to work that out because uh, you have a lot of great weeks uh, upcoming here in camp.
8: Yeah, definitely not too late to sign up for both those programs, Masora Experience, and for Second Session, which is starting this Wednesday. So if you're uh, listening in at home, we'd love for you to join us, whether you're in the tri-state area or anywhere in the country.
0: Correct. And people can take advantage of that, even if you even if you need an extra day. They'll, they'll welcome you Thursday <laughs> if they don't welcome you Wednesday. Don't worry, folks. And Camp Massora continues to grow, and I want to wish you a lot of success in the, uh, uh, the physical nature of this campus and how it continues to be so beautiful and add so many great facilities. And, of course, the uh, – the uh, intangibles—the incredible way that you're educating Jewish youth who are having such an amazing time—was great. I mean, you heard the interview with some of the campers today. It's just great to hear uh, that they look at this place the way my kids look at this place, and that's a home away from home. And it's a really good feeling.
8: Yeah, it really is a home away from home, and. Uh We uh, have an incredible team working very hard at giving everyone, you know, uh, an amazing camp experience. Um, And, you know, you heard from a lot of our staff who uh, even though – and they started off as campers, and now they'll say they're counselors or uh, division heads, but they're really (laughs) all campers at heart. We all love it here, and – Everyone's part of our Misora family.
0: Well, I thank you, Dina, and continued success.
8: Amen. Thank you so much. A
0: phenomenal rest of the summer. Dina Katz, everybody. She directs the campus here in Camp Misora, and uh, she with Ari are the leaders of this incredible group. And it's been an amazing visit, an amazing time spending time with everybody here at Camp Misora. Achinu b'Yisrael, and Achim, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener sponsored digital radio. Round the world, of the web at AchimSiegel.com and the AchimSiegel Network, and of course, the beloved nsn app and that wraps up a phenomenal tuesday broadcast here at JMnam. we'll say good luck and in retrospect uh, uh thank everybody who took place uh took part rather in the uh, yachad color run here at camp Misora. Uh, that it was wonderful that we got to visit not only on a regular day but on a very extra special day here in camp. Uh, tomorrow morning we're back starting at 6 a.m. with our regular broadcast. Make sure to be tuned in. Plenty more coming up, including Rummy's live lunch starting at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time on a Tuesday here at the Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Tuesday. And until tomorrow, Siegel, reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.